0: Even me.
1: Yeah, that's right. Robin Akiva need a podcast episode number fifty-two, and every weekend you better attend, and that's exactly what we're here to do. Better attend where Akiva and myself will watch the worst movie currently in the movie theaters, and uh, maybe is this not really in the movie theaters? This movie that we're going to talk about, probably, but. There was one man who was driven by a lust for we must watch John Travolta in The Fanatic, directed by Fred Durst, even though people said, boy, Akiva's really trying to ram this one in on getting this onto the podcast. He persevered. And I believe that he had the right call. Here he is, the co-host of
2: Robin Nina podcast, Mr. Akiva Winnaker. I feel like the podcast hasn't even started and you've already completely thrown me under the bus in case well, this is bad. No, I am I'm, I'm
1: I was coming in ready yeah. to throw you under the bus, but then I watched this movie and, you got and it. I feel like, I got yeah. It like yeah,
2: but I, I I was I guess it was really my idea. I think it started with um A I think it was Brandon Spears said, hey, I'm going to a Fred Durst directed movie with uh, John Travolta starring in it on Twitter. And I was like, "Ooh, maybe that's in theaters. And I asked our our movie expert, Will from America, Mm -hmm. and uh, he gave it his his uh, stamp of approval. But that was like a month ago. Yeah, but, we, but uh, you know, there's not always a bad movie that we can attend in theaters. Mm-hmm. Well, so I saw we some pushback.
1: I saw some people saying, like, hey, there are way worse movies than this. And to those people, I say they did not see The Fanatic.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, I, I would say you have to see the movie you're uh, sort of uh, rooting for, but also The <laughs> Fanatic. And tell me what's worse, because people said see Rambo 5, which I think... <laughs> Would have been funny, but I haven't seen any of the Rambo fours, and I don't even know the premise of Rambo. We don't know the Other plot than, like, line of Rambo. I mean, yeah. Sylvester Stallone has a bunch of guns. I think that's all I know about Rambo. Yeah,
1: but what war is he fighting in? I don't know. I have no or, idea. Like, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, is he in like uh, the Middle East now? I mean, where is Rambo a, fighting all these wars? Are like, you a Rambo guy? Have you seen? I'm not the first a Rambo Rambos? guy. I don't know anything about any? about no Rambo. Rambo. It seems he, like he's like in a, like a jungle setting. Hmm. So I, there's like, a few
2: football players now named Rambo, and I like it. There's like Macari Rambo. There's a receiver. There's a receiver. I. I do like the last name Rambo.
1: Yeah, maybe somebody can come on one day and explain the Rambo series of films to us and talk about mm. the uh, through line. But anyway, so we're here to talk about the movie. The Rambo? Yeah. <laughs> maybe. And so we're going to talk about that here on uh, this episode of Robin Akiva. Need a podcast. Akiva, last time yep. out no boy. this week in Robin Akiva, yep. and we got some uh, mixed results in terms of feedback.
2: Yeah, I'd say it's the first time in a long time where we've gotten, you know, multiple real, you know, negative criticisms. Hmm. Uh, And I think, I don't know. I don't know. The the criticisms were all different. It wasn't all the same. It (laughs) It wasn't many criticisms. Yeah, there were many criticisms, but they were all over the place. I think, first of all, some people said I threw the game to you. Well, I wanted you to have six wife wishes. I wanted to win that game. I definitely did not throw it. I just choked. It's like, you know, it's saying that Tom Glavin choked the last day of the 2007 season. Like, mm-hmm. no, he tried to be good. He was just bad. <laughs> um, I, uh, I mean, I don't know. It wasn't Jordan Kalish's fault. Maybe the game was a little too long. Uh, maybe it wasn't a good idea to begin with is probably what a lot of people are thinking. Too many Seinfeld clips for a lot of listeners who, as we know from the census, did not watch Seinfeld with us yeah. and listen. I did so. see some feedback that it was definitely
1: uh, the right call to not use Jordan's idea of uh, what games did Rob pick in Week Three <laughs> of 2018. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah that, that, and then right, who so actually won the game. So that that was I got was well, a little rush. it the was the sh- the shortest Renap turnaround we've ever had, basically, for mm-hmm. an episode that needed production. So okay, not Jordan's fault. But, so uh, yeah, we'll do better this week. I think.
1: I've also gotten Akiva from people, I just uh, want to make sure we remember this, of the sequel mechanism that has been stuck in neutral. We have not been going back and adding things that were a hit. Just to say that I'm not sure this week in Robin Akiva is going to uh, be uh, in the mix (laughs) for the sequel mechanism right now.
2: No. And I do think at some point, maybe for episode 60, we should go through the old episodes and see if we could squeeze a few uh old episodes into the sequel mechanism no, but we should, uh, well, ma- why would we wait eight episodes to do that we are we um, have to do it today or tomorrow if we you know or, or next week if we have time but can i make an announcement for this week actually i wasn't going to mention it now i think right now there is no sequel mechanism because i got a message from mike bloom yes s- saying that he thinks uh that th- we should not do the stands versus ops brand steel during survivor season he thinks it's overkill and it's an off-season idea and we should wait what yeah, that's what Mike's, Mike Bloom, for the first time in his life, is turning down a podcast. Wow. Who is yeah. this Mike Bloom? Fatherhood yeah. has changed him. It is true. It is true. Maybe yeah. he realized like, he has 47 podcasts, a wife, and a baby, and like, <laughs> a job, and he's, he may be too busy for you know our, our nonsense. But So I think okay. it's on hiatus or hiatus, and yachtus. Uh, it'll yeah. come back in two months. Okay. All right.
1: But maybe it should have an extra spot on the sequel mechanism. All right. We can talk about that in the mailbag. But we're here to talk okay. about the movie... Yeah the fanatic mm-hmm. akiva yeah. and uh, anything else you you want to say uh we were saying that we we also did not get a ton of feedback that uh we had a uh, taron armstrong on the mailbag we thought that that was going to be uh a uh gangbusters
2: maybe people were so mad at us the this week and robin akiva that they, they didn't turned make it, it off mailbag. now they're hearing about this for the first time because we didn't really promote it mm-hmm. maybe we should promote our guests and not hide so, well surprise i like to keep people surprise yeah like surprise the episode wasn't so good last (laughs) surprise um uh no i think um yeah so i had a lot of fun with taryn i thought it was fun to have someone who's never has no familiarity with the podcast at all be part of it and and i think always fun it was fun always fun uh yeah could we do two uh quick uh maintenance cleaning up the uh you know some some old ideas before we get to the fanatic sure uh do you think Uh, that we could get mickey calloway on an episode I mean, I think he'd be bad. He's bad at all media related things. So I don't know if he would. Be, I don't. Well, like, what's he going to do next? There'll be a bench coach. We're talking about the the Mets manager. It yeah. was just no
1: by. Met manager is eligible for another job after like being the it's manager true. of the Mets is career suicide. That no
2: it's true. Terry Collins, <laughs> Willie, like Jerry Manuel, uh, who's would, the last and, one? Davey Johnson. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, all right, go ahead. Uh So two things. One, we we always mention this at the end, but I find if we mention them in the beginning, we get a lot more feedback. Uh, give us iTunes reviews We haven't read them in a while Maybe Rob will get to them this week But mm-hmm. uh, they've been slowing down So rate, review, five stars And subscribe two on iTunes subscribe. Yeah uh, And also this was an idea From a few weeks ago That I, that I like But um, a couple listeners suggested We should have a nap glossary Maybe we could put it in the So um, we do have a RHAP wiki uh, I feel like mm-hmm. that, that would be The the place to do it We could do it in both I think I think it could, it could exist well, where, in our Where do you want to have a glossary? Well, it could just be its own page in the, we have a, we have a, uh, Rob has a website. What's it, what's it called? What's the wheel link where we have uh, all the info about the oh, show? Oh,
1: okay. You want it. Okay. Rob's website a website.com slash wheel list. You think we want to have like a, yeah. uh, another tab for uh, a glossary.
2: Yeah. So people said inside jokes, recurring bits, recurring characters. So if you just, if you want to make a list of them and send them to us, you know, just put that, you know, uh, uh, sort of recurring characters, something like that in the headline in the email uh, header and we'll give it to Wolfram from america and he'll put that together okay good stuff because this could be a complicated show to get into i see people saying where do i start in renap and there's a lot of episode it's- one yeah but i also think maybe it's like episode 10 i feel like <laughs> you get there's a lot of muck and mire in the first like eight or nine episodes <laughs> that you might want to avoid yeah look you should bounce around seinfeld. yeah Say, I, if anybody does a seinfeld rewatch i always like they'll tweet at me i'll be like, Don't like the worry. office like, get- yeah yeah, I get a microphone by episode fourteen in Seinfeld, and we figure it out by season. We're finding three. ourselves
1: much, much like mm-hmm. actual Seinfeld. You don't need to go back yeah, to episode. That's one. true.
2: Okay, all right, Akiva, we need
1: mm-hmm. to talk about uh, this movie, The Fanatic, yes. and we're gonna go. Th- we're gonna go through it and talk about uh, this movie because this was wild. I have to say, whereas the. the- We only watched a crappy movie a couple episodes ago. I think it was Mm -hmm. only two episodes ago where we watched The Animal, which was a joyless, soul-sucking experience for Mm -hmm. me. But I was captivated by The Fanatic.
2: Yeah, I would agree. I think uh, this movie, I I would not say joyless. I I hope you're not saying it's good, but maybe we'll get into that. I'm not saying it's
1: good, but I would say that my experience watching the film was interesting. I was on the edge of my seat.
2: Where is this going? Yeah, I will say, even though I don't regret watching it or picking it, uh, I was and I was also, you know, very interested. I also felt like it was very dark and I did need to take a break every five minutes and do something else and then come back and watch five more minutes. Well, luckily, even hours to watch this movie. Well, taking
1: a break every five minutes uh, did not probably slow you down too much because the entire movie's runtime is an hour and 27 minutes. And the final seven seven minutes minutes are credits credits.
2: It's the longest credit sequence of any film that you would think think, they have to play like two songs. Sometimes if
1: your name was associated with this movie, this is like one of those things that you would wish that the credits end up like your movie is on like TNT and they play the entire credits in like four seconds.
2: The Netflix style or like you do one of these things where sometimes you'll have like a director or a writer who's so upset with the final product that he puts like a fake name, like a union fake name, Mm -hmm. you know, like a John Doe type name on the on the movie yeah so i'm surprised that didn't happen I, I, I get we're bearing the lead i think that this movie is directed by the lead singer of limp biscuit fred durst yes right that's and the stars, lead
1: Fred's, <laughs> that uh, directed by fred durst and written by and fred st- durst
2: written by co-written by fred durst and stars john travolta and 90s heartthrob devin sawa <laughs> yeah
1: okay Akiva, okay, just before we get into uh, the film, uh, could you just talk about... Uh, so other than Brandon Spears mentioning this, uh, uh, is there? did you have any other awareness of this
2: film? No, I don't think... I mean, this movie made like $3,000 at the box office. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody had any awareness of the movie. Right, So this it is probably the best uh, PR that
1: this movie is going to get. This is
2: the most this movie will ever be discussed, I think. Okay. It, yeah, I, I really think so. I did see after we picked it. I came across my timeline a a scene in this movie that I bet you'll be able to guess what went you know, I wouldn't say viral, but had a few thousand views as a cut, you know, uh movie clip Hmm. uh that people thought was really funny. When we get there, I'll I'll tell you. Okay. Um now yeah, no, I this movie made no cultural impact. There was a great (laughs) article on the ringer dot com uh about Travolta's slide into uh I don't want to say irrelevance. Like, what has he slid into? Like, basically v- video on demand level movies, B movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and you know, how it's crazy because Travolta also, uh, had a, a similar, not, not this level, but he had sort of faded into obscurity until Quentin Tarantino kind of salvaged his career, right? Yeah. Well, he actually had this twice, I feel like yes. in, in his yes. career that he, you know,
1: uh fell off the map and, and then I think he had like a little bit of the uh bounce back with the baby talk or look who's talking, I think was yes. he was yeah. gone and then he had look Look Who's Talking and then he went away again after that yeah. and then came back with Reservoir Dogs.
2: Yeah, and then he was bigger than ever. I mean the late nineties he's he's putting up, you know, two big movies a year that are making close to, you know, a hundred million a lot of times. And he's you know, he's the lead star in a lot of movies. He's really I mean, he's always the star of the movie. Mm -hmm. I think one of the interesting things, and the Ringer piece brings it up, too, is like Travolta could do decent stuff if he was willing to be a side, you know, the fourth lead or the eighth lead in in good projects. I bet he would get jobs on his name recognition. Mm -hmm. The only thing he's really done that with is the O.J. Simpson TV show, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah uh so yeah he's done a lot of crazy stuff i'm trying to think if he had like another
1: then bounce back after like i feel like that he had like another like little peak uh in his career post pulp fiction like he's been around forever uh but then he started doing like a really wacky stuff like hairspray uh, He's had like a lot of like crazy film roles along the way. And now he was also in another notable, terrible movie recently in Gotti. That was another one. Uh, One of the worst movies of 2018.
2: Yeah, well, his last five movies have been Gotti, Speed Kills, Trading Paint, The Poison Rose and The Fanatic. I mean, none of them probably even have like a 20 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. He's been ice cold other than playing Robert Shapiro in the aforementioned American crime story, the OJ you know, story in a mm-hmm. valley of violence, criminal activities, life on the yeah. line, The Forger killing season i mean this is the last decade he has not been in a movie that you've heard of mm-hmm. uh i guess he was in the taking of pelham 123 i don't know if he was a star of that like now we're, we're looking on 15 years of of like disaster level by the right. way i don't know what your sort of like relationship is with <laughs> with the travolta Uvoir, but my my like peak Travolta for me is one of my favorite shows my favorite tv show from the 70s welcome Welcome back back, yeah (laughs) i'm a cotter guy and as vinnie barbarino to me that's when he peaked because i've never even seen uh you know a lot of his like urban cowboy or uh um saturday night fever i've never seen those movies. (laughs) right um so yeah I, I was familiar from the uh, welcome
1: back Car, of course Greece uh another another big one uh the uh Who's talking movies I think were yeah. big hits uh in but bad my movies house.
2: like he I, it's weird because I wonder if he's never had an agent or if his agent has no say because there's no way that like a reasonable person can direct him those movies at least made money mm-hmm. and they're not going to ruin your career because they're not supposed to be good Yeah but he's made so many bizarre even when he's like at the height of his powers. Right. And, and after po- post-ball fiction, when any, he could be in any movie for $20 million a, a picture, and he's doing Michael... Uh, I was outside Michael, and and a lady came out and said he died. Like, <laughs> I wasn't going to see it, yeah. But she just spoiled the movie. For I the think stars. Michael
1: was a little bit of a of a hit, but he's also done like some like all time bad movies, uh, such yeah. as
2: Battlefield
1: Earth from two thousand. But he is
2: a Scientologist, and that's a Scientology movie, so that may have been like a a love project, but right? Like a passion project might
1: have been. Uh, he's also in uh, White Man's Burden, uh, which yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> I think does not, sure. not hold up, I I've heard. You, that, you don't that, say? The, the
2: Ringer piece mentions
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so like, he's in some all-time bad movies. He might be yes. the patron saint of the crappy movie diaper.
2: I, it's funny because he wa- that wasn't his thing. I, I almost think and to use a baseball analogy that maybe some people won't get: if like a hitter stops hitting home runs, it doesn't always affect his ho- his Hall of Fame case because that's a total right. If you have 600 home runs, even if you stay as a baseball player in the major leagues for 10 more years. It can only really hurt your batting average. Like it doesn't ultimately hurt your some of your totals. He's more of a pitcher in that he keeps having eight and a half ERAs, and it's ruining his Hall of Fame chances.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he's also a compiler. Like he's been in the game since you know the mid '70s, so he's got you know four decades of uh, film projects where you know he has some uh, you know all star seasons, but you know a lot of uh, you know five and eighteen years along the way.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're also talking about someone like he was nominated for an Oscar forty-one years ago. Like, his career is great, even if he never acted again after two thousand five. It's probably better, right? He's got Saturday Night Fever. He's got Pulp Fiction. I, if he won an Oscar, would that be like the least likely Oscar ever? Now, where his traje- career trajectory is like, can Quentin Tarantino come out of his fake retirement and salvage uh, Travolta again and get him an Oscar? I think he would have to be a supporting actor. I, I don't think no, he the, can carry a film. Actor, that's fine. Give him like eight minutes. Uh, in a in a movie, but like he knocks out of the park. Wouldn't that be great if Travolta would win? And I mean, not, maybe not. I, supposedly, he's not a great guy. He definitely has some, uh, is some you know scandals around him. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, yes, yeah. Uh, controversy <laughs> surrounds John Travolta. I okay. would have thought that K- Nicolas Cage. You know, when you're talking about the two face off guys, which I guess is my favorite uh travolta movie ever right Yeah, i mean really uh, face off would be the ultimate face off
1: of uh, who is the patron saint of the crappy movie diaper i mean that that's the real face off
2: but cage makes like ha, it's so bad it's good and travolta makes it so bad now, no this really, was don't so bad it. it's good this
1: this the but most
2: of his movies we would not enjoy i'm pretty sure like his <laughs> last 10 movies eight of them would be absolutely unwatchable. Mm-hmm. You want to do the Poison Rose next week? We'll put we'll put it on. I don't, I don't think know. Like it?
1: Uh, I think that <laughs> that Battlefield Earth. I think it should be in consideration for the crappy movie diaper. But let's see. Yeah. Let's see how this goes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Akiva, uh, the fanatic, uh, starring John Travolta. Of course, if people wanted to watch this movie that we're talking about, I watched it on Amazon Prime. Uh, I had to pay
2: what two ninety nine, three ninety nine for it. Is that the way that people have to watch this? Amazon Prime, iTunes, or Video On Demand, if you still have cable. If you're not a cord cutter, I think you could find that on Video On Demand. Okay. All
1: right. So, uh, Akiva, could you give us the plot of the film, the like the synopsis uh, real quick? What is, What is the movie The Fanatic about?
2: So, all I knew about this movie going in was it is about a obsessive fan who stalks and ruins the life of, of a celebrity that they're obsessed with.
1: Yeah. Uh, not
2: dissimilar to the plot of uh, Celtic Pride. Is that right? Celtic pride and uh, also the uh, misery, the little no. Yeah. The little known but excellent Patton Oswalt starring uh, film, Big Fan, where he plays a diehard New York Giants fan. And it's a more serious version of this. And it's excellent. Yes. So it's a very similar movie just as a sports fan instead of a. and he's obsessed with the team, not not so much an individual player. Yeah, some themes that have been explored. I feel like that the film also borrows uh, very much from the Eminem uh, song "Stan." Well, you, do you know that the, the the major connection to Stan in this movie is what? Devin Sawa was Stan in the in the music video. Stan. Oh, I have no, Isn't I had no crazy? idea. Yeah, so yeah. It, you know, it, it definitely borrows from the story. So, is that intentional? <laughs> I I mean there aren't a lot of interviews with the director that I've read because mm. <laughs> uh, no one wants. We probably could have got Durst on for this. It would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I would be funny if it was a total accident and like Durst doesn't even know the word Stan or the music video stand. I mean I'm sure he was up to it when Eminem was doing. They were big at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So Akiva mm. that we are introduced
1: to the story of Moose played by John Travolta. There, there's a lot of narration in this film, and of Unnecessary course, necessary. Yes, the that is that is the calling card of uh, any great film is a, a
2: <laughs> lot of narration, right? I mean, you can do it well. I think good narration works, but it's it's so sporadic. It's it's not necessary ever, and it's trying to be deep, and, it, and it's just embarrassingly bad. the The movies, the, the writers for this movie are Fred Durst and Tom Brady. Yeah, and the other writer's main credit was as a stunt driver in 2009.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And
2: he's probably the brains of this operation. I mean, the writing is the low point of this movie. I think you'll agree.
1: Yeah. Like, it um, looks
2: much better than it's written. Yeah, it's mo- the mostly acting, yeah, the writing and the acting. The acting is bad, but I think the writing is worse. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, we have a, a lot
1: of uh, narration here, and the narrator of the film is, uh, this woman, Leah, who is a friend of, of Moose. Uh, she doesn't play a big role in the film, but she's gonna be around later on. Now, Moose, I, I it took me a little while that the film doesn't really come out and say it, but, he d- appears to, well, would you say, I, I, I don't want to uh, diagnose what is uh, the matter with Moose incorrectly, Akiva. Can you speak mm-hmm. to, well, what are some of Moose's issues?
2: Okay, so um, I would say that most of the reviews have referred to Moose as autistic
1: autistic but it, it there's no diagnosis uh, it's never in the film. said
2: in the movie and it's never really uh they ne- you know we see a couple flashbacks one flashback where his mom is sort of ignoring him while he's watching movies but we we really learn nothing about him you already mentioned this friend leo we learn nothing about why on earth Leah, a sem you know a seemingly normal person would um put Associated up with, with him yeah associate with with moose who's 50 years older than her mm-hmm. um you know he i so i guess i i guess if you know i i don't yeah I, he has a lot of he has a lot of tics um yeah. physical tics not really verbal tics but yeah i i think probably they're going for autism okay do you think
1: john Travolta was sold this script on a uh tropic thunder type uh pitch of that this would help him win an oscar
2: uh, that's such a good question. Do you think Travolta thought this was a Fred Durst movie? Now, Fred Durst, we should mention, has directed two movies before. One was sort of an indie movie with like Jesse Eisenberg and a couple other people you've heard of that like didn't get great reviews, but got totally reasonable. Like, hey, this guy could make a second movie reviews, you know, like six point something on IMDb, nothing bad at all. And then he made a comedy with Ice-T, which like didn't do well, but didn't bomb, made like $13 million mm-hmm. on a $20 million budget. So he had a track record that was like, you know, C plus B minus track record. Uh This is by far his worst work. And maybe yeah. he didn't write the first two. I'm not sure. I can't imagine if Fred Durst wrote the comedy. That would be scary. But this is cle- like this is a, somehow a huge step backwards. So maybe he liked one of those two films. And that's why Travolta agrees to work with Fred Durst. Or maybe like Travolta would just doesn't even read scripts anymore because he might be harder for cash. Like, haven't we heard things about he like needs money? Is that all Nicolas Cage? Or is that is also there a his... big budget on this movie? I mean, he it's, it probably was like a month of work. So even if it's just a few hundred thousand dollars, like it seems like he's doing three, four films a year. Yeah. Travolta.
1: OK, so Moose uh, is a uh, older, older guy who is, uh, I guess, a, a movie fanatic. Uh, he seems to, they don't re- it seems like in the beginning of the movie, he's more into like action
2: films. But by the end of the movie, we find out that he's really a horror guy. He's a horror guy. I think he's like a film buff altogether. But from what we know about about the, the main actor he's obsessed with, uh, who's Hunter Dunbar, played by Devon Sawa, uh, I, th- I think is a, is sort of a, a, a horror film star, right? Um, I thought he was an action film star. Mm, I'm not sure. And I don't think the movie... It's not that we're mistaken. I think the movie isn't sure either. Like, I think Mm -hmm. it changes from scene to scene. By the way, this movie, which is called The Fanatic, was originally titled Moose. Mm. Would that have been better or worse?
1: I don't know. Why is he named Moose? I I Really, it's it's unclear. Uh, The John Travolta character... Uh, that he is this, uh, an older guy and is, uh, seemingly, you know, ha- seemingly challenged. Uh, he rides around in a scooter around Hollywood and he is very into collecting autographs, uh, specifically yes. autographs of the people that he watches in these films.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, yeah. He's a big sort of memorabilia guy. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I think also I, in terms of like uh, the movie, I think if it was called, first of all, in terms of his name, by the way, we see in the flashback as mom calls him Moose, so it's not even a nickname. Like that was probably his given name or at least like a, a very short early for child, something nickname. Yeah. Musifer. Okay, so he hangs out at a local,
1: like, prop and poster store. Uh I did pull a lot of clips from the movie because I really want to be able to capture this for the people who have uh, yeah, not seen it. Without making
2: them listen to it,
1: right? I mean, watch the film. Right. And... Here is uh, just this is early on in the movie, like within the first five minutes. Uh, this is how I knew that we were in for uh, a treat. Here is Moose walking into uh, the prop store, talking to the uh, the poster store owner. Hey, Aaron, chocolate Moose. I can't talk too long. I got to poo. Oh. And this is not a comedy. Like this, is, no. the movie is not like a gross-out comedy no. where you would hear that dialogue in the animal, and it's like, oh, okay, this is like the, that's Rob Schneider and Tom Brady's idea of a joke. No, this is like the the, the movie does
2: not try to be funny at all, not at all. I, I this is to me uh, Fred Durst, who, by the way, I think we could say has probably never been around a person with autism. That's my mm-hmm. guess uh, after watching this movie. Uh, needing, we need to establish in his first scene that the John Travolta character, uh, is, is, you know, has special needs and will do so by having him announce that he, uh, that he needs to go to the bathroom <laughs> when he walks into a store. By the mm-hmm. way, uh, you know, in terms of my background, I have, uh, uh, multiple years of being a, a high school teacher, uh, uh, you know, in a school that was entirely of students with autism. And, uh, you know, I don't ever remember uh, a student announcing they need to poo. Yeah. Okay.
1: so maybe the the realism uh, is off from the the beginning. So we are introduced to the fact that he is uh, really into this. One particular actor, Hunter Dunbar, played by the aforementioned uh, Devin Sawa, who is going to be doing an autograph signing at this poster shop. Uh, Why? Why is Hunter Dunbar doing uh, an autograph signing at this hole in the wall poster shop?
2: It's very this scene is very confusing because the like literally Moose comes in, says, I'm going to go see Hunter Dunbar to party tomorrow night. And he's the all time one upped. By by the shop owner who says well, he's coming tomorrow and then they have a whole thing about why didn't you tell me it's like Hunter Dunbar is just everywhere in, in you know near Hollywood Boulevard this week I guess yeah uh, it's very bizarre because the dark shop it's sort of like a like would a big movie star even like a B-list movie star just sign autographs. In this dingy shop in yeah. LA, it seems very unlikely.
1: Now, the Devin Sawa character, Hunter Dunbar, I, I do not think he is a big movie star. I like, I think that he's sort of like on like the uh, Johnny Drama Viking Quest level, where I don't know if you're going to make who, what the real life comparison, maybe the real life comparison would be Devin Sawa level of celebrity.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good, I think that's a pretty good analogy, <laughs> Devon Sawa level. Like, Devon Sawa could do an autograph signing and people would show up. Uh, mm-hmm. But he, but maybe Devin Sawa a few years ago, like Sawa at the peak of his Sawa powers. Yeah. Well, Not, we have, have know, an or, or IMD ba-
1: <laughs> debagged uh, Devin Sawa. The, Devin Sawa is a name I've heard you say many times over these. Well, what is your familiarity with Devin Sawa? Uh,
2: he was, you know, he was uh, in a lot of kids' movies now and then. The Christina Ricci, Rosie O'Donnell movie that I mm-hmm. like as a kid, I used to watch with my sister. Do you ever see that? No. Uh, he Casper the Friendly Ghost. Then he like the when Kalish he becomes adult. Fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then he becomes. Uh, you know, he's like a Final Destination guy. So he's in uh, yeah. a lot of popular Ooh. movies. And I think he's he was in away. 2002's Extreme Ops. Ooh, uh, SLC Punk, which was always on like the IFC channel when I was a kid. And I'd table in my room like the uh I feel like I've gotten a lot of sour in my day. Can I tell you one thing? Durst really did very few interviews. Can I tell you one thing that Devin Sauer revealed in one of his interviews? I would love to hear. Uh John Travolta came to the set every day in character as Moose. Yes, I love he it. Stayed in character the entire 12 to <laughs> 14 hour Did he sleep on day. Hollywood Boulevard? Very, I mean, I think the film was, uh, was shot in Alabama, which by the way, like John Travolta as Moose in Alabama for a month for uh, what Sawa called not a lot of money. He mm. said, this isn't some big $15 million budget movie was Sawa's quote. Yeah, okay. So, so Travolta as a charity project, showing up in Alabama uh and be, staying character as Moose like listen yeah. is he the best actor in the world maybe not but he he takes his job seriously Johnny T okay so i think there had to have been some sequences
1: uh shot in Hollywood because oh, yeah. uh yeah, the, yeah i think i think they had to have at least spent a night or two out on Hollywood For boulevard sure. Uh, for some of the sequences. Okay, so uh, Moose is going to then uh, to, uh, get to this aforementioned party uh, that uh, he talked about, this uh, celebrity party that's going to have some people. We have a run-in with, uh, we meet Leah, who is uh, a young, uh, plucky young woman who is uh, somehow friends with Moose. We don't really know why. What does she do? She's like a TMZ type uh, yes. photographer. Yes, uh, I'd say a
2: low level, more of like the night crawler type for paparazzi, like, low-level pop, uh, paparazzi, uh, you know, picture-taker. A listener messaged me and said that she went to school with her. Okay. Anna goja uh, Yeah. I, I I was very Golja? curious if, if, yes, if any of these uh, lead actors had sort of disavowed the film, especially <laughs> her. So I went to check, and uh, and she was uh, – she went to all the, you know, premieres and posted pictures on Instagram. So they weren't really embarrassed. Like, uh, even Devin Sawa posted, like, Buy tickets to the fanatic year on, you know, Fandango or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they, they were trying to sell the movie. Okay. They probably think thought that they made a good movie. Yeah,
1: they're like, hey, I'm in a movie with John Travolta. Uh, but I guess, you know, it uh, <laughs> doesn't <laughs> turn out to be the case of uh, that. It was uh, something to write home about. To write a I letter mean, to Eminem about.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay
1: (laughs) akiva so uh moose is gonna sneak into a party and uh he has a run-in with another celebrity who does not treat him kindly and then he ends up then uh talking with leah about this uh later on that uh it seems like that she's a little upset with him for bothering the celebrities at the party here's what moose has to say about his run-in with the star amanda
0: it was it, it was amanda who got
1: me
2: kicked out leah she was the one being a celebutard.
1: <laughs> celebutard is a word that is uh mentioned a couple times in this
2: film yes yes i didn't think the word still existed and then i watch this movie and it comes up about four different times i have a feeling fred durst uses it a lot in his day-to-day speech i had never heard it before I think it was like popular for ten minutes on the internet in like two thousand six. Okay. Alright. It was like, you know, the early Paris Hilton days. They she was called a celebutard.
1: Okay. All right. So <laughs> we end up then uh seeing uh, I, I, let me, we're gonna bounce around a little bit here. We'll just give you what's uh what what's important and uh, I guess we get to, oh, we see a little bit of what's going uh, on Moose's life, uh, his occupation. Can you describe what Moose does for a living?
2: I was very curious before we saw, like, what does this guy do? I, does he, you know, is, is he a good worker? Maybe, you know, he knows the grindstone, takes it seriously. His occupation is he acts as some sort of British Buckingham Palace guard. Yeah, Bobby. On ho- a Bobby on, uh, you know, a, I guess a cop, right, on Hollywood Boulevard. You know that you'd see on the Jimmy Kimmel Show across the street, the Spider Man, the you know right. the Times Square ish version in Hollywood.
1: Right, the same type of people that you go you go there and they say, hey, like don't talk to El- Elmo because he's going to grope you. Uh, that yeah. he's like one of these guys that you could pose for a picture with, but he a uh, much the, again. This is like the snake swallowing its tail. That in the same way that John Travolta would method act the role of Moose, Moose is also. Method acting, how he becomes the role of the British Bobby on the street and practices his British Bobby talk in a mirror at a local bathroom, which I guess that I guess it's almost like there's like a locker room for all of the Hollywood Boulevard. (laughs) Yeah, they have their own locker room. (laughs) Yeah. Here's here's a little bit of Moose getting into character as the Bobby.
0: Poppycock. (laughs) (laughs) why
1: would anybody want to take a picture with a british
2: bobby on hollywood boulevard it's not like it's a movie character yeah and it's not in england where it's like a pretend (laughs) um i also think during the course of the movie we see him playing the bobby many times and he never gets a single dollar Nobody. No. I mean, he has one conversation with one guy. Never gets a dollar. I did. I did write in my notes. Who would you dress up as if you if that was your job?
1: Hmm. If I could be, uh, I, don't know, I feel like maybe I could be like another Jack Sparrow out there.
2: Jack Sparrow. Oh, there already is one. Be I think there's probably Sparrows. like seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but then you guys could have a lot of pirate fights and stuff. Yeah. Spider Man, Superman, Jack Sparrow. Those guys are taken. I wouldn't want
1: the mask. I don't want anything that's going to like consider like uh, you know that's it's hot. Yeah. I feel like they're like something that, you know, I feel like you could put, sort of just put like a fake mustache on. Uh, Should it and, be like
2: better at 10? Like whatever the big movie of the week is, that's we like dressed dress like it. As? Yeah, I think so. so. Like your Buzz Lightyear one week and then like some guy nobody's ever Buzz heard Buzz Lightyear, I feel like is a lot of equipment. Yeah, that's would get really hot, especially during the day. Yeah. What about okay. like Star Wars? Like uh like Jaja, Jar Jar Binks or no, like I don't think anybody wants
1: it. to be with Jar Jar Binks. I mean, there's a lot of prosthetics there to be Jar Jar Binks. I feel like that if you could be like uh Han Solo, I think
2: uh, yeah, that would be a good there one. There probably are a few Han Solos. I, ideally you want something that's just a costume but not a mask. Mhm. Yeah, maybe what about Naked Cowboy? Have you with LA needs a Naked Cowboy like New York has one?
1: Yeah, I think you know uh that nobody wants that, Akiva. Nobody
2: maybe. wants a naked cowboy. Yeah, no, he needs to play the guitar. I would think he's gone. But my my daughter was like, there was a naked guy in Times Square when I was there. So oh, he's like, still yeah, there. He's still there. The naked naked cowboy. cowboy I mean, maybe is imitators.
1: Well, yeah. Maybe he sort of like sold the act like Gallagher did with his brother, where that. Uh I, I mean the naked cowboy's gotta be like what in his
2: uh late forties or fifties, right? Do you think that do you think it's uh like there's a new Naked Cowboy now possibly? Like it's just uh, <laughs> Like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Uh yeah, gets passed see. down from generation
1: to generation. Yeah, like his photo it's like here. The now. Let's see. Uh do I wanna go to NakedCowboy.com? dot com? I don't think no, so. No. Uh, think let's see. Know. Years active. I think he started up in nineteen ninety eight. So I mean this is twenty plus years on uh for out there for the naked cowboy. Yeah. Can you explain what the, who the Naked Cowboy is for any of our listeners who uh, may uh, not Yorkers.
2: know? Yeah. I mean, I think he's just like a guy who plays the guitar in his underwear in Times Square, right? Mm-hmm. Is there yeah. more to the Naked Cowboy than that? Yeah, I don't know if he's, if he's out there still. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll see if we can get some more information about the uh, Naked Cowboy. Don't, but I'll let Don't you- like go to Times Square and send us pictures of the Naked Cowboy and be like, yeah, he's still here, guys. Yeah. Uh, He, according to Wikipedia, is active
1: 1998 to present, uh, and he is uh, 48 years old. Okay, so he started as a young man's game. Yeah. Did you know that uh, he also ran for president in the 2012 election?
2: I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So... Uh yeah. although I uh, was uh running for as a representative of the Tea Party. So uh oh, Tea I Party thought you meant he
2: was Mitt, Mitt Romney. No. <laughs> Mitt Romney was the naked cowboy.
1: No, okay. So that's what's going on with the uh naked cowboy. So I don't know. Does the naked cowboy like uh talk politics now?
2: Uh I mean I guess this politics even before you yeah. told me them. So but I don't know. I don't I, I don't know if I I don't know. I haven't had any conversations with him. <laughs> okay. See if we can go get an interview with him. All right. So I don't know how we got to the Naked Cowboy from... Uh, oh,
1: oh, Times oh, well, Square. Yeah, okay. he, yeah. he is, yeah. He's a
2: Bobby. He gets no okay. business. It's so, a weird job. Out there
1: on the street, out on Hollywood Boulevard that <laughs> Moose has ops out on Hollywood Boulevard. There are people with acts that are way more popular that are sort of like gross out freak show type acts where there's a uh, one guy named Todd, a.k.a. Todd the God, And Todd the God puts like a railroad spike through his nose and uh, all the looky loos then, I guess, uh, give him money for doing that. But meanwhile, there is another guy while all the looky loo tourists are watching Todd the God. There is another character named Slim played by James Paxton in his worst performance since the ALDS. Is out there Hopefully. No, did not It is a guy named James Paxton, but I do not believe this is
2: the Yankee, right? Could be bill Paxton's son, yes, yes, and
1: we're 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 recording this on
2: Thursday, so we know we're just speculating we're just hoping, yeah, yes, uh that uh
1: interestingly, uh yeah, this James Paxton, who plays the pickpocket uh that he studied British film in London before studying at the Vincent Chase workshop in Los Angeles, California. Wow. Uh, th- 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 is that based on the Entourage character? Yeah, vinny Chase is given
2: classes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So the James Paxton, that is the uh so James Paxton and Todd the God. Uh they are ops of moose out on the street. And Todd does not like moose and he's kind of a bully. He's like a bully to moose.
2: Yeah, they bully Moose. They're really not nice to him. I mean, sometimes they ask him to help, but he's not interested because he they hates them.
1: Yeah. So this is how Moose feels about uh, Todd the God. He's not a God. He's full of dude doo He doesn't respect Hollywood. I I, I respect Hollywood.
2: <laughs> Rob, do you respect Hollywood? Yeah, I respect Hollywood.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Um, also, then Todd the God tries to recruit bobby into one of his skin i think he is it's like a temporary breakup with slim and he tries to recruit moose into being sort of like the pickpocket while todd does his uh freak show act uh this was todd's pitch to moose about why he should work with him
3: hey hey, my man we offer tonight's show or what
1: we're gonna be making moochoo donald trump we're going to make Mucho Donald Trump. Have, is he
2: on the dollar bill now? I, is he I, on the
1: 20? Now, I don't well I don't know. Is this like uh, some sci-fi, you know, uh alternate universe where Donald Trump is now on the money or is Donald Trump a, a synonym for money? I think it's a synonym for money cuz he has Phil a lot T. of money. filthy. This might yeah, be new slang question. that we don't know yet. Mucho Mucho Trump. Mucho Donald Trump. Uh, I mean, I think that uh I, I don't know if I would go and uh, combine, you know, uh, a Spanish word with then the noun Donald Trump for money. I feel like that that's uh, not really uh, mucho Donald Trump was
2: I, I don't know how you get the, might, this might money. start. This might start a trend. I mean, all 50 people that saw this film are going to are going to take it and run with it. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, I believe they they come right back together in the next scene, uh, Slim and, uh, you know, and the bully but there it's not mentioned like it's not really explained why they come yeah, back Yeah they get together. back together. maybe that was a deleted scene Yeah oh I'm sure there's I many think scenes.
1: there's a lot of deleted scenes in this hour and 20 minute film So Kiva we finally see Moose get to go to the autograph signing and has the chance to meet his hero Hunter Dunbar
2: Uh yeah right after he's not at the at the party mm-hmm. uh, yeah he's he's online to um you know at, at this at the store from a couple of days ago and yeah. he's gonna get i mean he's only selling his books so i think like he he is he's also bought this 300 hundred dollar vest from the store right right that he intends to get autographed it says though, rico think, on it it was like a yeah. prop from a movie it's a very elaborate like fake movie world they've created that's kind of like hard to like the first couple of scenes they're talking about a lot as if it's real and it's it's like complicated mm-hmm. yeah And so that
1: while Moose is like next in line to get his autograph from Hunter Dunbar, then there is the owner of the poster store tells Hunter Dunbar, hey, uh, somebody's outside to see you. And it's Hunter Dunbar's ex-wife who Mm -hmm. has a date and she needs to
2: drop their kid off at the autograph signing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she needs to, yeah, she comes to this dark alley to drop the kid off. I believe mm-hmm. she seems to have some sort of drug problem, I think is, uh. Oh, you think she does? I think it's implied later in the movie, right? That, that, uh. Oh, I, I didn't he, get he that. Said, when he's on the phone, I think he says, like, that she has maybe some sort of substance abuse problem or something. Yeah. Okay. It didn't work out for Hunter Dunbar. His wife is out going on dates.
1: I, I think that this is probably, you know, a, i I've, you know, you know, had a, uh, minor complaint here or there about uh different things in uh, my relationship but i feel like me being you know getting the kid dropped off with me so my wife can uh go on a well, date it's the ex-wife ex-wife probably, right Ex- either, like either strange, way either way at uh you know here you you watch you watch the kid i have a i have a date in five minutes
2: mm-hmm. yeah would that be upset <laughs> would that be, be
1: upset Yeah, (laughs) it would be, uh, you know, not my ideal, uh, circumstances. I don't think.
2: Yeah. I think, um, uh, yeah, I, I, luckily it it hopefully won't happen, but yeah, I I think you'd be more upset about the podcast, to be fair. It was like, what? I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Why can't you go on a date at a different time? So anyway,
1: uh, then. That Moose, you know, is uh he he can't read the room. Uh that he's gonna go out there and then try to talk to Hunter Dunbar while he's trying to deal with this uh, you know, not so fun situation with his ex-wife.
2: Um yeah, and then it's just over, I guess, because he doesn't want to bring the kid into these, you know, grubby monsters who are looking for autographs. He just basically cancels the rest right. of Right. Hunter Dunbar
1: does not want to sign anything. He tells Moose, uh, how about I sign uh, your face with my fists?
2: Hey, you know here lies one of the many issues with this film rob is that both hunter donbar and moose are wildly unlikable people yes we don't know who to root for there's nobody yeah. there's nobody likable in the film maybe the girl leah the narrator leah is likable, but she's not in that many scenes no and she's the third lead of the film mm-hmm. so yeah. you know there's really no options there for you yeah moose is not a sympathetic uh, protagonist in the film I think if I, if we were writing this movie, I think you make the star be very sympathetic. Right.
1: Right. Uh, th- th- this was not the case. This was not the case. Uh, so Leah, that after that there is the incident with Hunter Dunbar it doesn't go the, uh, according to plan. She then does something which uh, she was trying to be nice, but she, this was probably misguided. She gives an App to she puts, gets an app on a phone for Moose where he can now get the star maps of uh, see where all the celebrities live.
2: Yeah, probably a bad. She had to know this was a terrible idea, and mm-hmm. she went ahead and did it anyway. Yeah, she did it anyway, and the,
1: we, we will see as uh, this turned out to be a bad idea. Uh, we're gonna see Moose writing a letter to Dunbar. He wants to uh you know tell Hunter Dunbar that he really
2: uh, has done him wrong moose is just like filled with bad ideas and and you know we don't know much like we see flashbacks to his mom but he's very old travolta's almost playing an older person in this film or at least age appropriate but Mm -hmm. you know he looks better than his impossible you know looks younger than his age um so like he really the only person he has in the world is leah yeah and so he then
1: is gonna go like hand deliver this letter to hunter dunbar's house and Hunter Dunbar uh, is not receptive to getting a letter at his home from to be fair. Moose.
2: <laughs> to be fair, I think that's reasonable. I think <laughs> most celebrities with gated, you know, fences are not really amenable, especially ones that have young children at home, mm-hmm. possibly in a custody battle at some point. Yeah, but I think Probably it, n- at any point in the film, Akiva, had Hunter Dunbar
1: just like patronized Moose 100% for five minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think like you you could make the argument of, okay, this is now, you know, the stray cat and you've now, you know, fed it once and it's going to keep coming back. But mm. compared to the alternative, the way that this movie turns out, really just an ounce of kindness here from Hunter Dunbar, I think would have gone a long way.
2: Yeah, obviously, you're right. And even if you think it's a stray cat scenario, like. Try it once. If it doesn't work, then you do the same threat you're doing the next time anyway. Yeah. Right? And then move. And then move. That's yeah, the, and then I, yeah. Then you're stuck. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. So Hunter Dunbar does something
1: uh, really messed up to Moose. So he's like, oh, you want an autograph? Okay. And he takes the marker and he uh, then like very aggressively writes his name on Moose's shirt. Which yeah. you know seemed like it was a mean act, but I kind of feel like that you know if Moose really took a step back, yeah, he's like, think, sweet, yeah, yeah. I've signed a shirt before, sure, why not?
2: Yeah, yeah go for it. I I agree, but I don't think Moose uh, views it that way.
1: No, doesn't view it uh, that way, and yada yada yada. Um, we uh, have Moose then telling Leah about what he's up to. Uh, what's he up to that he's, uh, he's been going to Dunbar's house and oh yeah,
2: she's not, she's not a fan.
1: Yeah, not a, not a fan. And so, uh, that he's, uh, now getting more and more bold in terms of, uh,
2: following, uh, Dunbar around. I mean, he's unbelievably bold at this point. Yes. Like that's, you know, he really has no sort of, it's, I, I think Moose's, um, sort of, uh, cognitive abilities, Vary by scene in what, for whatever it's convenient to that scene, yeah, if that um, makes sense,
1: moose is going to relay to Leah about how uh that Dunbar does not take good care of his plants, he really needs to be taking better care of his plants we now interestingly, we are going to be uh, soon introduced to uh hunter Dunbar's gardener, uh so really shading uh the gardener,
2: yes, who's also maybe uh you know has plays a major role in the film's ending. Julio game. Julio the gardener, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile,
1: uh, <laughs> Moose is still having more trouble at work with, uh, Todd the God, whose bullying, uh, will continue. There is a. Janitor uh in the Hollywood Boulevard uh locker room uh and he does take a uh liking to Moose. Uh uh this is we're gonna see an interaction between Moose uh talking about uh how he's still frustrated with Todd the God, uh the bully of Hollywood Boulevard.
0: I wish
1: I guess he was, right. that was when he was fighting with uh, Todd. Uh, he is incredibly strong, I think, Moose, so that if you uh, yeah. really
2: provoke him, uh, that he will snap. Yeah, Moose is strong. He should be a bouncer. Yeah. Whatever. Is Freddy Krueger one of our ops? I hope not. That would be a terrible <laughs> ops to have. Oh, my gosh. Don't, is, don't get even put that. In it, I mean, I know you don't like Chucky. Is Freddy Krueger up there for you? Uh, I really, I, you know, I never watched the Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers movies on yeah. purpose. So I, I would say I'm I'm neutral on them, but don't, don't start a feud with them. That yeah. would be insane.
1: Now, my kids taught me with Pennywise.
2: Yeah, it's p- after my time, mm-hmm. but yeah, I also would have messed with Pennywise. <laughs> no, no, I'd rather, I'd rather deal with uh, five Freddy
1: Kruegers than one Pennywise. Oh boy. I didn't realize he's that powerful. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what powers Pennywise has. You're just scary, you're saying. <laughs> He's uh, very scary. He's very scary. Okay. So Dunbar, this is where things really start to take a turn. Uh, we go we go back and we see Dunbar at his house, and we are introduced to uh Dunbar's uh housekeeper, Dora. Uh a little on the nose, I thought, uh Dora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh for Fred Durst uh in the writing of this film. Okay, so Dora, the housekeeper, um, she goes and tells uh she spots Moose walking around and then we see dunbar talked with dara and then dunbar who up to this point was sort of a sympathetic figure uh forces himself onto uh housekeeper dara
2: yeah and it's uh it's clear that they have had a relationship before he's sort of married i guess possibly she's married also very very likely because it's possible his marriage might be totally over he might be divorced but she very possibly isn't, which is why he feels super bad. She says, we can't do this anymore. Yes. They've clearly done it. And he (laughs) clearly has strong feelings for Adora. Now, a physical relationship with the housekeeper is not a
1: foreign concept to us, Akiva, as, we have talked about it both in the Seinfeld post show recap, uh, that mm-hmm. Jerry, of course, uh, that a season nine episode, I believe, uh, yeah, where, and in our real lives. <laughs> oh, no. What were you we going to say? <laughs> we don't have housekeepers. <laughs> no, I know. Um, so, uh, that Jerry was dating his, uh, his maid and mm-hmm. then he was, uh, you know, paying her to clean the house. And then she stopped cleaning the house and Jerry was left confused. And I'm like, well, what am I paying for here? Right. Uh, but then, also, if you recall, in uh, Robin Akiva's Salva murder, do you recall that this was a central plot yes, point in the CSI New York point. episode that uh, we watched? Of course. Who could forget? Where the. Uh, the King, baby. Yes, that, that's right. Where Meghan Markle played the role of uh, one of the ex girlfriend maids of the guy who was murdered. Mm hmm. Are you saying Dora's going to be the next queen? Uh, well, I don't know if Dora's going to make it. Mm hmm. Because uh, then once Dunbar is going to leave, there is a run in with uh, Moose, who is trespassing on the property. And then Dora starts like beating him like a rug. Uh, mm-hmm. then she starts like hitting him with a stick. Uh, she's like trying to like get the dirt out of a, a, a rug. She still has her stick. And then Moose is going to uh, push her. We've talked about that, the strength of, of Moose. And she's going to fall and hit her head on a nearby fountain and akiva she dead
2: yeah she is dead and not addressed for almost the rest of the movie yeah like th- at least like three days go by yes and she's just dead she, in the like in laying there this and was is it possible like does he move her body to, no i don't uh, think so i think that like, she. It, yeah it's crazy. Uh, like this is so poorly done. It's 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 the biggest flaw in the <laughs> movie for sure. And
1: this is uh, Moose reacting to seeing what what has happened to Dora the housekeeper. I'm so sorry. That's a nosebleed. That that's bad. That's bad. I had a nosebleed. It wasn't fun. But you you fix it. You take paper towels and you put it up
0: your nose like. Th- <laughs>
1: if only they got to the paper towels sooner yeah they could have been could able have to her. yeah all right so yes he killed dora the housekeeper but that's not going to stop him from hey house is open let me go check yeah, out what's he, going on here at hunter dunbar's house
2: yeah not a lot of empathy from uh from john travolta here. yeah
1: so he starts going through all of hunter dunbar's stuff and Finds uh, some scripts, some scripts that Hunter Dunbar is potentially considering. And in the meta moment of all time, here's Moose talking about uh, some of the projects that Hunter Dunbar is working on. This is not a good script.
2: He should not do it. <laughs> Rob. Yes. I'd like to say that this was intentional. But I, I do not think it was. <laughs> this is not a good script. He should not do it.
1: <laughs> you don't think that this was like a behind-the-scenes moment of somebody caught Travolta
2: like in between takes? I mean, you think Durst thinks his own script sucks? I doubt it. <laughs> I, look, I don't think that
1: it was intentional. Uh, but it was certainly meta. The fourth wall was broken. Absolutely. Whether intentionally or not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so Moose is getting free reign of the house. Uh, eventually, uh, Dunbar is going to come home and Moose is going to hide in the closet.
2: <laughs> yeah. Very late. Like he really he, he uses his bathroom. He, as you said, he reads an entire script, which probably takes a while. Like, oh, he uses they, a toothbrush, <laughs> uses his toothbrush. Yeah.
1: Okay, and so Dunbar is going to uh, – he, he's on the phone with somebody, I think. Uh, so he's basically uh, – he's trying to, I, I guess, get some advice about what had recently happened uh, with the incident with Dora. Not, not her being murdered uh, when he forced mm-hmm. himself on her. Hey, you should know I
2: uh, kissed the maid again because I'm an idiot. <laughs>
1: Who's on the other end of the phone?
2: I don't know. He must have a friend. Who's he talking to? Yeah. He just has like a bro that is like, yeah. Uh, uh, Could it it be a therapist? Could it be? Could he call his therapist possibly? Or his mom?
1: There was, uh, you know, another sexual assault over here. Uh, I'm an idiot. So stupid. (laughs) Whoops. That's so that is so me. That is so Dunbar. Classic (laughs) me.
2: That's so Dunbar. It could be a a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. so
1: uh, he goes and finds Julio, the groundskeeper, groundskeeper Julio, and then uh, says, hey, did uh, Dora say anything to you about uh, there being a trespasser here?
2: Very casual. Very casual. Yeah. Like, no. Seems holy. He was so upset about about Moose being there and now seems wholly unconcerned that they had a lurker on the property.
1: Yeah. It's like, uh, boy, crazy Dora. What, what is she even talking about? Yeah, he literally <laughs>
2: said, I, Dora's really upset. and If she cares, I care. So you're... It's just heavy handedly showing you how in love um, uh, Dunbar is with 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 Dora the maid, because, uh, you know, it clearly it should be his concern. And by the way, his son lives there. But no, he's only concerned because the, the his, Dora was a little scared.
1: hmm. Yeah. OK, um, that's if anybody's following this closely, I think this is actually out of order. I think that uh, then he comes back again. And I think that's when he kills Dora. But you get the you get the gist. You get the uh, you get the idea. He goes back and forth. Uh, Like seemingly he breaks in like what? Four or five times into Dunbar's house.
2: Absolutely. He is a master breaker inner. Yeah. If nothing else.
1: He's upset about a number of things, uh, including that uh, Dunbar doesn't have ice cream in the freezer for the
2: kid. Danny. Big running subplot. He loves strawberry ice cream and milkshakes. Yeah. Um, Doesn't have a payoff. Just just, a character trait. Yeah. Right. It would have made sense if at the end it was there or something.
1: Yeah. Akiva, also that we learned that uh, Dunbar needs to take uh, prescription drugs to uh, go to sleep. I I guess that this is going to be a a plot point in that it allows Moose to get into uh, the house more often because I think that uh, he has to take some sort of like Ambien to go to sleep.
2: It it makes sense that they did that because it is a big plot point that I wrote uh, at first. It's such a movie uh, trope. That, like, a guy sleeping, you're able to fully tie him up without waking him, right? mm mm-hmm. But the fact that he's taking sleeping meds actually makes it have a, make a little more sense, right? mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, w- this is, like, m- m- Moose comes
1: in and out, and he's just, like, uh, messing with uh, Dunbar. It, go- it goes on for for a while. Uh, the next thing I wanted to touch on is uh, the next morning, after Moose, like, sleeps over and is, like, taking selfies uh, with Dunbar while he's sleeping... Uh, let, let's talk about Akiva when uh, Dunbar is uh, taking his kid Danny to school okay and tell me if this is a conversation that you've ever had with your kids
2: you okay with some music you like a little Limp Bizkit sure. like a little biscuit? yeah, yeah? Loud. I used to listen to this back in the day it's hot oh my god that is nice that is nice go baby <laughs> keep you like a little biscuit uh i used to like a little biscuit very <laughs> little uh i gotta say that and this was that was the scene that that went uh viral right that like not viral but that was the scene that people were playing clipping and playing for on twitter i mean he put a, a love you know a love letter that had no place in the movie to his own old band that's reviled <laughs> yeah uh, in in you know in the middle of the movie for absolutely no reason it is a wild decision. Yeah,
1: was that to make uh, Dunbar more unlikable? <laughs> was that, that we
2: were like, oh, maybe we're liking him yeah. too much. We're feeling yeah, sympathetic. He's a biscuit fan. Yeah. Make him a biscuit head.
1: <laughs> make him a, a biscuit brain, and then uh, people will be out of liking him. All right, so
2: uh Akiva, where do you, where do we want to go from uh, from here? yeah so she's dead. Nobody really says anything mm-hmm. well, now he sees him uh driving on the street. He sees uh moose John travolta yeah he's uh, like, walking away basically from the, yeah the-
1: moose had spent the night at Dunbar's house like uh mm-hmm. like messing and then he's like walking home and then Dunbar runs into him, just thinking he's in the neighborhood and uh goes off on him, goes nuts on him. hey, I told you to stay out of my neighborhood, even though he had been like hovering over Dunbar while he was sleeping the entire night
2: yeah. By the way, the narrator had said, I have no idea why Moose would go back to that man's house. But I suppose that when you find the cookie jar, you always go back for more. A famous expression.
1: Right. The narration is out of control in this film. Uh, later on in the film, uh, this is my favorite line of narration. And I will say that this, uh, if you, if you are listening to this with, uh, young children in the room, uh, that just say uh, warning, this, uh, piece of narration is NSFW uh here is leah the narrator
2: moose didn't just cross the line he fucking nuked it (laughs) (laughs) i feel like in the script it was like obliterated and they're like (laughs) no say nuke
1: (laughs) uh classic moose classic moose yeah uh all right so
2: i mean this is all going to culminate should that be our tagline you know, we, people say they need Robin Akiva merch. Should it be like Robin Akiva? Don't cross the line. They F and nuke it. <laughs>
1: we can it's consider it like a
2: nuclear bomb, like blowing up the line. Uh,
1: we'll we'll consider it. We'll put that in the in the merch tournament. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I don't know that we just go uh, back and forth uh, a lot in this. We end up with a, like a really long, like misery type sequence where. He is going to end up with, uh, Dunbar tied up. Uh, actually, before that, let me just, uh, he tells Leah about what's going on. I think because he was like, tw- like putting on like his social media about how, what he was doing. And Leah is like, are you crazy, Moose? Knock it off. What are and you also, doing? Also,
2: Leah, probably the only person who's following him or else he has he one follower. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. The police have not been alerted to any of this. TMZ they hasn't picked it up. They Try
2: and like make social media a thing. Like it definitely, t- this film definitely takes place in, 2019-ish but Mm -hmm. like they don't do a great job of it but at least they mention social media but yeah okay
1: so when leah tries to come down on moose like moose you can't be doing this you have to stop breaking into uh hunter dunbar's house uh this is his response to her
0: okay that's it leah look at this you're blocked you're blocked from my social media you go you go you get out of here
2: you're blocked He's blocked okay all right so he- also a bigger budget movie would show him blocking her but yeah. like here they just sort of like show it from afar right so we have like the, now the probably
1: the biggest uh you know uh uh sequence in the movie of hunter dunbar is tied up that uh he's been like ethered somehow by a moose
0: uh
2: yeah and right so he wakes up and, and i said right i guess it's very strong i mean to be tied up legs and hands like that while you're still asleep I don't think you could tie I'm a heavy sleeper. I don't think you could do that to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know what he did, but somehow he was able to get uh, Dunbar completely tied up. The sun is never home when this happens, which I guess makes sense, because then Moose becomes like even less likable if he's doing this when the sun's there and the sun gets involved. Yeah. This is how Moose describes what is happening to Dunbar. (laughs) You got jigsawed. Came over. (laughs) You got jigsawed. Yeah yeah right. it's some some of the movies he references are real and then some of them are fake if hunter Dunbar's in them yeah
1: he has like is this a fake knife or is he just pretending to stab him it looks like oh he just killed hunter dunbar he has like a butcher knife stabs him in the chest a
2: bunch of times I, I couldn't figure out exactly. Was it a Is fake it pro- blood wh- because he's trying to prove he's like a good actor and he's like those guys on Hollywood Boulevard? Yeah.
1: Was it a fake knife? I, I don't. Or did he have like some sort of like blood packets in a in yeah. a vest? But uh, Moose was really impressed with how that exchange went down. You were good too, though. You're really good. You're good. You you're were, you're were better than Jamie Lee Curtis. Whoa, whoa! Well, that's high praise. High, pr- high praise. Uh, so they go back and forth and then eventually uh Hunter Dunbar like sweet talks his way out of this. He tells Moose that basically he's not mad and they're going to be friends, they're going to hang out and it's going to be awesome.
2: Yeah, and he, I mean he buys it, but as a as a viewer, you you know he's about to flip on him.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Um now at one point we uh hear that uh, Dunbar is going to uh, – he says something that uh, Moose doesn't like. I think it's when uh, he says, just promise you're not going to hurt my kid. And uh, that that really sends Moose flying off the handle. You think I'm a stalker? Yes, you do. But I go to every one of your movies, even the crappy ones.
2: Yeah. Oh, Would a stalker do that, Rob? <laughs> I don't know. Are <laughs> we stalkers at that point? Yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Akiva, so, we see that, you know, uh, Moose is gonna eventually untie Dunbar.
2: Uh, yeah, and immediately Dunbar, who is late, he doesn't even wait for his legs to get untied, which seems like a bad strategic move, right? Yeah, like, you would think so. Like, get like completely he, untied. Schultz is clearly going to untie him. But yeah, Dunbar right. just goes uh, straight for the, what is he? He, he well, punches two things. him. And,
1: yeah, he, has, he punches him. And then also that, I guess, Moose forgot to remove the uh, loaded shotgun, which was uh, next to the bed. Uh, and then also the big uh, butcher knife uh, machete, which was in the nightstand.
2: Poor planning by the mooster.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so uh, Dunbar, uh, he ends up uh, unloading the shotgun, blows Moose's hand off. It's pretty graphic. Pretty graphic. Yeah. And then we see that uh, you know, I, it is confusing. And uh, it was uh, you know not, not unlike uh, some Game of Thrones episodes. It was so dark. I could not follow what was happening.
2: I would say a, that should be the tagline like that should be on the poster. So dark. This movie was Star- <laughs> sorry. I think they tried to hide how low budget it was and sort of did a good job, but by sacrificing all the light. Almost like his apartment is incredibly dark. The the store is so so dark, right? Mhm. Uh the like the lights aren't on in the memorabilia store. You know, we're only uh, on Hollywood Boulevard at night. The yeah. whole movie is pitch black.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> that the movie's so dark that you you all you won't ever be the same yeah anyway so we're gonna get now then he's gonna like in is he missing on purpose what's going on here with like a bunch of shotgun uh rounds are fired but uh this sort of seems like he's just trying to like
2: deafen moose i'm not sure i'm not like he's not trying to kill him why why not try to kill him yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess he I guess the, the proof is he gets accused of a murder he didn't even do. So maybe he, he's <laughs> right. right so he's going
1: to maim him where he blows his hand off and then he stabs him in the eye with a butcher knife.
2: Very gory. This but, scene. It's weird because like this it was this movie was never a comedy, like you said, but it went from being like pretty light thriller to being like really gory graphic like in in these final scenes. Like yeah. it gets progressively darker in every scene.
1: Yes, literally and figuratively. And then mm-hmm. he ends up then somehow like letting Moose go where he doesn't kill him and he lets him go and he doesn't call the police. Like was he honoring the deal that he made with Moose about how hey
2: if you untie me I won't call the police? May, and he was just letting his frustration out by chopping off his hands. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm going to blow your hand off he knows the coming eye. back at this point. I There's guess, no real reason I to kill. I guess kill so. Him.
1: Um, so Moose is going to then, uh, run out to the streets of Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, there are tourists that are like taking selfies with him cause they think he's like some sort of like, of, of you know, yes. horror movie creature. Yes. Uh, and then after that, uh, Leah's going to find him. She's like, Oh, Moose, what happened to you?
2: Yeah, because it's LA and you just run into people yeah. on the street whenever you want. And then, uh, yeah and it seems like they're like at this point they're like okay they're friends again now they're fr- they're friends again and then we uh cut back
1: to the police are gonna show up at dunbar's house and guess who they're with julio the gardener and they're wondering yeah. the whereabouts he's pointing <laughs> of dora the dora the housekeeper
2: where is she oh man he's in big trouble yeah he's pointing right at Hunter Dunbar, the Julio the Gardener. Take
1: him away. Hunter Dunbar, wrongfully accused of the murder of
2: of Dora the Maid. And they True take him podcast. away. Put him in the put him in the cop car. I mean they can't have much evidence. I feel like uh his story will check out when uh when uh Moose is missing a hand.
0: Mm-hmm. Right?
2: Like I feel like there's a lot of evidence. Moose's blood, uh Moose would probably have some sort of uh fingerprints on, on Dora. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know, the movie makes us think that Moose is going to stay out of jail and Hunter Dunbar is is in for it, but I'm not so sure.
1: Hunter Dunbar was the star of several action adventure films. On the night of August 17th, police say that he murdered his housekeeper, but that's not the story that Dunbar tells. He tells the story of an obsessed fan who broke in. And entered his home on many occasions. He says that he left behind a lot of evidence that the police have not yet explored. What happened at Hunter Dunbar's home? And who's really telling the truth? Was it Julio the Gardener? Was it Danny the ice creamless boy? And what of all the memorabilia that was missing from Hunter Dunbar's house? Will the police look at any of the DNA and the blood that does not appear to be the blood of Dunbar or Dora, the housekeeper? Why does TMZ have so much so many so many stories about this? It's almost like they have an inside source who knows everything about Hunter Dunbar find out on serial season 4 coming in 2020 2024 directed and written by me Fred Durst <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Major Fred Durst was just like the Sarah yeah. Kane of the next Anybody like a little biscuit It's funny because <laughs> <laughs> like, what if Sarah Koenig, like, instead of doing like the Audible ads or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that was, the season one big advertiser? <laughs> yeah, MailChimp. MailChimp. What if, what if instead of the MailChimp stuff, like, she just organically weaved in how much she loves Limp Biscuit, like, <laughs> I once love, an episode. I, and it's, I love it's sort of like music of Limp advertising. Yeah. yeah. You think uh, Sarah Koenig is a biscuit head? <laughs> I would be shocked. I would be very
1: surprised if she was a uh, big uh, Limp Biscuit fan. Yeah. Uh, what were the big hits? What was the big hits for uh, Olympic? Faith? That was the big one?
2: Faith, which is a, a oh. cover. Nookie? She
1: did it all for the Nookie. Right. Break
2: Stuff. Break
1: Stuff. Yeah, and that then any, any, other, any other hits?
2: I uh, Yeah, I think they had a bunch. I mean, they were really big. Like, there were months where they were the biggest band on earth, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. It's really like... Roland? I don't, Roland was a big one. I don't regret growing up in the late 90s, mm-hmm. uh, and, but I do think, in particular, like, the music, the cock rock or whatever they call it was like the that's what they called it then i think was like you know anything emanating from jacksonville no offense to our one jacksonville <laughs> listener with the internet like i don't think like it really uh does not hold up i mean their biggest album i think was called chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water that's right so <laughs> and you hate all things chocolate yeah and 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 also you're mixing milk, milk and meat at that point hot chocolate and hot dogs uh, okay, uh,
1: they only have five uh, to be albums. fair. Yeah, I don't know if it's if it's uh, actually uh, a cocoa uh, based product uh, that okay. they're okay. But anyway, uh, Akiva. So what? That, that's the film. And then also, yeah. there is a, a number of like murals that like sort of like pop up on the screen. Yeah. What, what'd you think of that?
2: They spent half the budget probably on that <laughs> so, art. I wonder if he's an artist and he did it because they weren't bad, but they really didn't have much of a place in the film. Yeah. and And it's hard to explain without. They're sort of animated murals, right? hmm Yeah. Um, it wasn't like the worst shot movie I've ever seen. There weren't a lot of like insane decisions visually other than the, the, the aforementioned darkness, which may have been a motif they were going for. I don't yeah. know.
1: Okay. Uh, what is the film saying? What, what is the message of uh, the fanatic?
2: I think that stalking is bad, but don't call me a stalker. Like, it's a great question. I don't really think it has a message. This is a much better film than The Animal we watched, uh, two weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this movie bad? Yes. 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 Is it deplorably bad? I don't know. Can, can I read um, you a couple of reviews? Yeah. Read me some reviews. All right. Brian Telrico from RogerEbert.com. He says, Fred Durst, the fanatic, hates fans. It hates actors. It hates, it hates tourists. <laughs> It hates shop owners and service shop owners. Yeah, it really, really hates autistic people. And it (laughs) hates you. It's a movie that thinks you're an idiot, someone who won't see through its shallow provocations, illogical behavior and vile misanthropy. (laughs) It's one thing for a movie to be deadly, dull or incompetently made. And this movie is both of these things to be sure. But it descends to another level when you realize that it exists, perhaps even intentionally to be nothing more than a cinematic version of an Internet troll. Find the block button for this one.
1: Mm, yeah yeah okay i guess uh in uh <laughs> the words of moose
0: okay that's it
1: leo look at this you're blocked you're blocked from my social media You.
2: <laughs> yeah can i read can i read uh, john Please. anderson from the wall street journal one of the country's finest newspapers right yeah he was talking about travolta and he says in his youth the actor enjoyed the kind of incandescent stardom that can't really be earned and will inevitably burn at a lower wattage But he's proved himself time and time again to be a hugely talented actor, something from which his early celebrity has probably distracted. Without cataloging his whole career, he's been terrific in any number of high-profile projects, not just Pulp Fiction Gets Shorty, but also smaller noirish movies like The Undersung Lonely Hearts. He also made, it should be noted, Wild Hogs. So, Mm -hmm. one can understand the draw of the fanatic for someone like Mr. Travolta. It calls for full immersion mentally and physically. And he pulls it off. Oh. Rob, the Wall Street Journal gave this movie a positive review. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Cancel the Wall Street Journal. Forget it, people are canceling the New York Times this week. Mm-hmm. I think you gotta cancel WSJ. Uh we had some listeners. I-, I posted that if anybody wanted uh uh you know help finding it on demand, um I would I would <laughs> help any listener. So uh Kelly W, I think that's two U's and not W. Mm-hmm. Um uh she has some takes she says, uh, my apologies to fellow, fellow Canadian, Devin Sawa, for being conned and taking this role. Yeah. Uh, why did John Travolta's agent let him do this movie, she asks. We don't think he Good has a question, an agent, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she says, Todd, the street performer, looks like a jacked Eric Stein. <laughs> yeah, I can <could> see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He may be next week's guest. Who knows? Uh, um, t- Todd, uh, the
1: street performer, uh, although I heard he doesn't respect Hollywood. He's not a god. He's full of doo-doo he doesn't
2: respect hollywood I, I i respect hollywood is this a, a sequel to uh, larry david's curb your enthusiasm do you respect wood do you respect hollywood <laughs> oh hollywood yeah that's yes. <laughs> um a she coaster. Says, she asks a fair question which is why does hunter dunbar not have simply safe hmm yeah you would think like he'd the have first some time sort of he sneaks in the house it's because the, the maid is dead and the door is open yeah it's in, not that expensive in either times. yeah no yeah no simply say if you want to sponsor the podcast we will ask that about every character in every movie mm-hmm. you watch. yeah uh yeah she's offended on jamie lee curtis's behalf that her name was even brought up in this hot garbage mm-hmm. uh we should have known when travolta thought a drag queen was taylor swift a few weeks ago that he's maybe <laughs> not in this A game anymore <laughs> um like he, he didn't know uh, yeah uh do we think Moose is a sympathetic <gasps> character she isn't no. sure how to feel no. about him uh and did fred durst really add in a scene just to mention limpis yes hey, i guess yes. she's canadian um yeah so yeah uh, i apologize to the 10 or so listeners yes. today who uh, uh who we forced to watch this and, and not keep forced, it, but you the, can yeah. confirm
1: that this film did not make mucho donald trump at the box office right did
2: not i think it made like three thousand dollars donald <laughs> trump i do think like maybe <laughs> so what, would, what would that be would it would be like uh mucho Marion williamson at the box office yeah that's what it made it made mucho williamson maybe uh Tom well, i would say tom steyer but he's he's that billionaire guy right so no, it's not up to yang gang level for sure <laughs> yeah yeah we're, we're, we're guys, not like running against trump for the republican primary it made mucho of them i think mm-hmm, yeah uh yeah okay um yeah so uh, i apologize to anyone who watched this movie i don't think it's gonna have a long it's not bad enough to be like the roomish right no that it would no have. so i don't think it's like can't be bad it's fun to watch bad, but i don't think it's gonna have a cult following ever i don't think so and maybe after this maybe after this maybe we were gonna bring more eyeballs to it much like the king cake baby than anyone has ever brought to
1: yeah it we might be able to get travolta on the podcast for the mailbag next week
2: <laughs> you think travolta is not even a main guest for the show he's the yeah. mailbag <laughs> only after this <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> Uh, Fine. How about this? If I had won last week, I I was going to reveal it. I was going to have John Travolta be the guest on Twitch this season. Oh, okay, Yeah. Yeah. So we really I shouldn't have thrown it last week, I guess. Okay. All right. Akiva, before we get to the mailbag this mm. week, uh, let me
1: take a moment and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Those are our friends over at betonline.ag, the people who make the podcast one sports net challenge possible. And, uh, boy, I took a dive, uh, last week. I think I only, uh, got three points from my, uh, picks last week. I was in sole possession of first place and I've squandered it. I'm now tied for second place. But Akiva, let me, let me give you my picks for, For this week, Uh, I'm going to lock it in with the Patriots over the Redskins. Yeah, that's a pretty safe bet. Makes sense. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles against the Jets. And it seems like another another safe bet. Very, very safe bet.
2: Yeah. Although, uh, you know, maybe maybe Sammy D is coming back this week. Who knows?
1: uh, Let me let me uh, (laughs) consult the magic eight ball here. Uh, Sam Darnold is not coming back. (laughs) Okay. In, uh, in in week number five, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Okay, I took the Saints over the Bucks. Sorry, John, John. Mm. Okay, uh, I was going to take the Chargers over the Broncos. Smart. Okay, and then the Chiefs over the Colts. Those are my week five picks here on the podcast one Sports Network. I'm taking on the other hosts of all the podcast one shows. You can follow at podcast one sportsnet dot com, and of course. All of that is possible by our friends over at betonline.ag. You could take advantage of the best bonuses in the business when you sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code podcast one for your 50% sign up bonus NFL college football, MLB playoff action, all heating up this week with uh, games. You're not going to want to miss out on in the NFL. In addition to uh, some of the matchups I talked about, there's the Rams at Seattle, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Green Bay at Dallas, Cleveland at San Francisco and in college football. Tons of great matchups in uh, week number six, Georgia at Tennessee, Auburn with our friend uh, Caitlin from Auburn uh, at Florida. It's a big game, Akiva, two top 10 teams.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, we got another. We have a lot of haters in Auburn, Rob. Do you know? <laughs> no, we have another Auburn hater. All right. Oh Go boy. Florida. Can I read it Go <laughs> Can Florida. I read it I'm impressed you know all the SEC teams. You're not a big college football guy. Yes. Uh, okay. So this is from uh, Courtney from Auburn, mm-hmm. and she was very upset about last week's Auburn bashing, and she says I'd like to take and much. It, it said episode 50 concerns, which I believe was yeah. you know episode 49 concerns where okay. the. Uh, but is this Auburn's long? Email.
1: Can I finish? Can, should I finish the, yes, ad? Finish okay. the right. ad? Yes, finish the ad. We'll come, <laughs> we'll come back with uh, more Auburn complaints. Uh, there's plenty of going on in college football as well as the MLB playoffs as well, uh, with uh, all of the ALDS and NLDS action going on. Uh, I also saw that on betonline.ag you can, uh, bet on like, uh, who will be the new manager for certain teams.
2: Ooh, who are you? Who going to bet on for the the Mets? Girardi, Carlos Beltran. I got. I got. Whoever costs the least.
1: Yeah, whoever's going to have
2: the lowest salary. Uh,
1: that might be John Travolta. Throw him in the mix. I'd be okay. Yeah, uh, Visit be okay BetOnline.ag, and don't forget the promo code Podcast One for your fifty percent sign up bonus. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sports book experts. All right, Akiva. Let's get into this week's mailbag. And once again, we have a guest here for the mailbag uh, in the studio here with us. Uh, great friend of the podcast, longtime Renap listener out here on uh, the West Coast uh, this week. Uh, please welcome uh, Sam
3: Moore. Sam, how are you? I'm good. I'm sorry I'm not John Travolta here to help out with the bag. That, okay. But here I uh, am.
1: Sam is is with us. Akiva. Is this a
3: bad precedent, Rob? You said he's a
2: big fan. He's in your house. This is the wrong episode to have a, a listener in your house, I think. No, or. well, I, yeah. I, I've known Sam for a while. So, uh,
1: okay, that, that's, I'm just that, saying.
2: Yeah. Like It seems
3: like it's... Uh... I mean, this is just it, all part yeah. of my big plan. It's fine. I'm not going <laughs> to talk like you about invited it. Sam
2: there, right?
1: Yeah, and, and if he wants me to sign anything, I'm just going to do it. I'm not going no like, to put up a fight yeah. uh, about okay. anything. And he can go see if we have any ice cream or anything uh, downstairs. And hopefully, hopefully everything is going to be on the level. But anyway, so uh, Sam, Sam is here uh, that he also watched the the film. Uh, before we did the podcast today,
3: I mean, watch is
1: a loose term. Kind of paid attention we miss to in the anything? background. Yeah, did we miss yeah. anything on Fnatic?
3: Uh, I I think we co- covered everything. Um, I think those graffiti pictures were really interesting. I'm just like, what's going on? The whole <laughs> thing made no sense, but uh, it was fun enough, I guess. Yeah,
1: I, I wasn't in pain like I was during the animal.
2: I think I'm happy we watched it. I think people will enjoy hearing us talk about it more than they would have enjoyed watching the film.
1: Okay. Akiva, you wanna get back to the Auburn complaint section?
2: Yeah. So is, apparently we've made it. Is Auburn a lot of ops. our
1: ops so that we need to put the entire yeah. school?
2: I thought we yes. were pro uh Alabama like the whole state with our friend Sean the Mailman, yeah. but maybe it's just the the Alabama half or really ninety percent of the iron ball, not the Auburn ten percent. So anyway, I so I bashed uh, Auburn last week, and she said the first instance of her concern was the beginning of last week's podcast when Akiva referenced the Auburn-Texas A&M game. Akiva indicated a sport of the Aggies with a go Tex a Now, rem- remember, I hadn't mentioned Caitlin from Auburn's complaints, but I had already read them and knew they were coming, which is probably mm-hmm. why I said that. She said, Auburn won the game, by the way, as they had won the last three meetings at Kyle Field. Uh, this annoyed me more than upset me, but I want to let you all know that I voted in the sense that on behalf of the state of Alabama that Akiva's cool. I'm now rescinding that vote, oh, and I'm officially in the Akiva is not cool camp. Wow. Rescinded, much like Auburn's 2015 national championship with Cam Newton uh, being paid will probably, you know, happen at some point, too. Mm. Uh, As you might imagine, she says, I was deeply devastated. to hear you, Rob, voice your support of the Alabama Crimson Tide. I believe in my heart that this was a flippant comment and that is not a true representation of your character. I believe you took some time to get to know Auburn graduates and what we stand for. You'd have a change of heart. I would be happy to host you at a home football game at Jordan-Hare Stadium anytime so you can experience the special bond we Auburn Tigers have with our school. Don't bring Akiva. <laughs> Thank you oh, for your right. time and War Eagle. That's their, that's their rally cry. Yeah. I think okay. we should start saying War Eagle. And if you ask me a question, and the answer is yes. I think we should uh, implement the War Eagle system into this podcast. Hmm. Are, so are you switching teams, Rob? She says, PS, shout out to Caitlin from Auburn. Let's hang. Should we? Should we set up these two uh uh disgruntled auburn fans as a friend date and see if and if they should become friends should i give them each other's emails now so so i said roll tide on a podcast uh you i don't think you said roll tide i think you said i said i asked you if you like auburn or alabama Mm -hmm. which side of the iron bowl you choose and you said did did joe namath play at alabama yes yeah so i have some loyalty uh are you a cam newton guy
1: I mean i'm not anti cam i mean uh, i don't own him in fantasy this year so I, i've right. only had positive experiences with my cam
2: newton uh-huh i mean alabama you know most of the nfl from mm-hmm. alabama yeah they're the best team i understand okay. it hurts if you're courtney yeah. or okay Caitlin, well I, I don't know
1: how much interest there is uh in this uh <laughs> d- debate I, I think that <laughs> yeah. we'll as We're, i mean
2: i think i'm going to set them, them up and see if they could they could be happy with each other okay you're not switching teams
1: right all right, let's talk about Mount Renatmore and Please. what we have in store for the mailbag this week.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to make a uh, a prediction that I've never made before. Yes. I th- well I, I here's my it's more of a goal than a prediction. But my goal for the Mount Renatmore this week is to get all four ideas on the wheel. I think it's a realistic goal. I think we're coming in hot this week. I had 10 hours uh you know, two two five hour mornings in a row, two marathon synagogue uh, service days, where I could sort of sit with my own thoughts a lot of the time and think about ideas and how to improve episodes, and also some some pitches of my own. Uh, in addition to maybe uh, tinkering with uh, some other ones that were sent in. Okay, and I really think Rob and Sam, we have a chance to go four for four today, or if not, go close to it. Four and for we four. Mu- we haven't put much on the wheel. In the last two months, we, uh, we put this on the wheel and then we put ideas on last week, but that's it. We really, the wheel's about as small as it's ever been. So there is definitely space for new ideas. Okay. Uh, All right. And maybe Sam, I should have paid Sam off before, him, but maybe Sam will help me out. And uh, we, I'll, we get. I'll help
3: you out, Akiva. I'll do my best.
2: Okay. All right. All right. So here we go. Here's the first idea. Okay. This is called Two Angry Men. Are you familiar with the play and subsequent movies, Twelve Angry Men? Yes. Robbie? It's about
1: a, a jury.
2: Yes. By the way, there's no women in that jury. Is that explained? I don't know. But anyway, a jury of of 12 angry men. This is called two angry men. Rob, we have a, a true crimes or unsolved mysteries expert come on the show uh and they uh and they basically give us five to 10 minute synopses of a couple one at a time, a couple uh famous true crimes that we are not super it's not going to be oj and john Bonnet. it would be maybe something we'd heard of but don't know anything more than that or maybe something we'd never heard of and they're going to lay out all the details for five or ten minutes and then the jury you and me need to decide uh, you know if the person is innocent or guilty who did it uh, if it's an unsolved mystery you know where you know what happened where the person disappeared to that sort of thing you and me are a two-man jury two angry men mm-hmm. so are these like murder cases they I mean, it could be whatever you want. We we have a lot of flexibility. It could be any unsolved mystery. So it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, violent crime. It certainly could be. uh, But it's it's unsolved mysteries. It's basically something where there are two or more options to a story. We the the, uh, the ultimate answer is as of yet unknown. But me and you are going to lay down the law and decide what happened.
1: OK, Sam, would you want to listen to this podcast?
3: Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Definitely want to hear you guys go back and forth, guilty, not guilty. I think it just comes down to if we get the right cases, if they're interesting enough. Obviously, everybody knows OJ, and that's always good uh, fodder for conversation. But some of these lesser-known ones, uh, I don't know. It it could be interesting. It's just it really comes down to who would that specialist potentially be, and if they're interesting enough and not just, like, permits or something boring or Mm -hmm. whatever
1: uh and then are we gonna find out the right answer like did we send the wrong person to the electric right chair? Answer. well yeah. i don't
2: think we're yeah i don't think there is a right answer
0: you
3: like i don't uh, think you guys should sense- be convicting people for murder or anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> seems i, the I wrong way to go.
1: yeah um this one does not sound super fun to me uh mm-hmm. where okay. we're hearing like sort of like the grisly details of murders well, what and- if it's
2: not what if it's not a murder it could be an unsolved mystery it could be a disappearance. like what like it a bank be- robbery it, it it could be a bank robbery it could be a db cooper type thing that doesn't have to be death involved or violent crime mm-hmm. there are lots of unsolved mysteries that don't involve Do you have somebody that would be preparing this do you have a host well attached? yeah we would we would i don't have one in mind i think that's i'm bringing it up now if you have one great if not yeah. Maybe the right person is out there. For I this. think I, an, I th- an Antonio Mazzaro type. Uh, conspirapod, right? Type, yeah. So I think I need to hear more details.
1: I am not ready okay, to fine. put this on the wheel in okay, its that's current fine. iteration. That's fine. Sam, so what do you think of that? Yeah, no,
3: I, I think that's fair. I think put it out in the universe, see but you're what not type killing of feedback it. we get. I'm no. n- if,
1: definitely not, well. I'm not okay. killing anything, right? Killing and if, if you, you podcast, did, I wouldn't yet. convict you, Rob. Yeah, it was just a nosebleed. I'm just giving it a nosebleed. Get some paper towels. It'll be fine.
2: Okay. The next idea is called the Rant Off or the Rant Olympics, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Uh we are given uh basically a hat of topics and we pick out a topic and let's say you go first and you get um you know uh making a a, a right on red or you mm-hmm. get I don't know any anything to rant on anything in the world. A pumpkin spice in October. And you have 60 seconds to rant about that. And then I will go in a hat and I will have 60 seconds to rant on, you know, how early the basketball season starts. Any whatever, just a random listener submitted topics. Mm -hmm. And then we each do a rant and this will happen. You know, we'll repeat this a bunch of times. And then. Nine people, the Renap Supreme Court who are listening, but are not on the podcast. So we would, you know, be Mm -hmm. broadcasting to them somehow are going to vote for who had the best rant each time. We could also call this if you want. If you don't like the idea of the rant off a a cousin podcast to the hot Mm takeoff could also we have a podcast in the wheel called Mount Rushmore, which really has no structure or no plans for we could really call this Mount Rushmore. We could change it to Mount Rantmore and uh, try and get the four best rants, I guess, could be the winning rants. So
1: I wasn't super excited about this, uh, that I feel like that this is a little feels like uh, an adam carolla game uh to you know uh complain about different things but i really love the idea of the supreme
2: court being involved yes the so renap supreme court which could become involved in many other wheel ideas but i think this could be their first use right and it would be nine people who are first and foremost available possibly during the day we're recording right. this on a, their number on one a, criteria would be yeah, their availability, availability to record a Renap episode
1: mm-hmm. around our yeah. schedules
2: Yes, this is Thursday afternoon. It could be Saturday. It could be Sunday. It could be any day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they will not be on the podcast. I also think Shut up, Tim uh, included this. We get, we have, uh, uh, we have like a podcast bailiff, uh, where he would be, you know, like one, pr- maybe because the podcast is just me and you, uh, like a topic bailiff and they're sort of picking the topics for us. And they're mm-hmm. also maybe corralling the, the Supreme Court people and counting their votes for us. But.
1: If we're ranting about different things, I yeah. feel like that's h- very hard to like. I'm ranting about apples. You're ranting about oranges. Can you mm-hmm. compare those two rants? Literally, it, can d- you compare d- a rant yeah. about apples to oranges. Yes.
2: Well, you could be the same, rant about the same thing. I had this thought, but I I wonder if it gets old to hear two rants about the same topic. Uh, it's I don't think that's a deal breaking question one way or the okay. other. It's just your preference. Well,
3: I think the issue there is if you guys agree on the same like on one topic. And yeah. you're going to be ranting about the same points, then it becomes repetitive. You obviously have two, uh, two But I also think, ideas. Rob,
2: in terms of doing different rants, um, I, th- I-, I think ultimately it's like, first of all, we could we could either be picking it out of a hat, or we could just be picking from a pool of like 30 rant ideas. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, it is apples to oranges a little bit, but I think ultimately, especially if we're picking, uh, you know, it's just the quality of the rant. It, you know, it, literally, a good rantor could make any rant good, and a you know even the worst topic and vice versa. So I I I don't know. But I, I think the the Renap Supreme Court uh you know, what do we think about Mount Rantmore?
1: Mount Rantmore. Um <laughs> I think that's that's fine. I, I don't want to get hung up on the name uh right now. Does it need mm-hmm. to be nine? I feel like that nine is a little unwieldy. I know this real Supreme Court has nine.
2: Uh yeah, no, could it, it, need seven, to nine. it could be seven yeah, it, could be, it could be any odd number. It or could be five or tribunal. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And okay. also, availability, but I also think we're not really dealing with their tech so much. Right. They're maybe listening in to us on, on some, on whatever platform it right. is. Right. And they should be all
1: independent. They should be locking their votes in, and we don't even know who's on the call. I
2: agree. Yeah. And I agree. The Supreme Court oh, should not be able to talk are. to each other. Okay. Yeah.
1: Maybe after the fact, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, talk. That about would be them. interesting.
2: Yeah. And also, maybe, uh, the, the topic bailiff can be getting, like, they could also submit maybe like a one sentence, like, you know, Akiva's the winner. Yeah, judge uh, you know, number two have, says. Yeah, judge number two. He was the winner, and maybe if they have like a, a a quick quip, a one sentence quip, you know, so he could read like one of those per per rant for one of the nine people or something.
1: Or yeah, people. Okay, so I like the idea. I don't mm-hmm. know whether or not it should be the same topic or a different
2: topic. Yeah. And okay. Should um, I, so I, I put that as a poll? Same topic or different topic, or is that too specific for a Twitter poll that a lot of people? Sam, can see what don't do you know think? I'm talking about?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think anybody that let's say in the, how about in
2: the in the patron group you can answer and whoever whatever is the more popular that's one, we good can go yeah, with. that's good we okay. can do that. yeah and uh, then we'll get some feedback on that also
3: yeah, yeah. but i think so definitely I, lock the supreme court in we need around. is this ready to go on the wheel yet or
2: do you think it still needs a I, week of tweaking i think it
3: needs a week of uh,
2: okay, a week to tweak a week to tweak okay i like i like shut up tim's topic bailiff this was the, the first two ideas were both mine uh, but yeah, I like, I like the idea of a topic bailiff. It's pretty funny. Okay. Uh, and they're the Supreme Court. I think, and it, by the way, it doesn't have to be the same nine every time. It's all about availability. If you're right. available, you're on it, but you could be kicked off. You know, if you're, uh, yeah, uh, you know, Roberts or whoever's on the Supreme Court now, if you're not there once, you're out forever. Wait, what does that have to do with John Roberts? Like if it was the super, real Supreme Court, it would be funny if you missed one day, you're just out forever.
1: Mm, I, don't I don't know, know how li- hilarious, uh, that would okay. be, but. Um. You know. Well, we would we, Yeah. You better attend. <laughs> I think you're saying anyway. like that. Uh, there's like a four person of like. The, there's like the. Well, I think
2: there should be a four person. Also,
1: I do think there should
2: be a chief. Like yeah, a chief justice, justice of the Renap Supreme Absolutely. Court. Absolutely, that's, you really that's really why think you broke it be John anonymous? Robert. That's so interesting. Like the spokesperson. Well, uh, maybe they should I be. I think it'd be funny if we were getting mad at them also. Yeah. Uh, see, like they I won't think... be listen. They won- we won't be able to hear them during the podcast. Yeah, they'll be able to hear us.
1: <sighs> I, I feel like that there should be maybe on this there should be a judging panel, but uh, it, that I don't think that the uh, the Renap Supreme Court should be based on availability. Like I kind of feel like that there should no, be... no. We're
2: gonna we're gonna pick people but we also have to like say hey the podcast is thursday at 4 like we'll ask nine people but let's or whatever five people seven people but then if they say no we'll just keep going down the list but the, you know it's not only based on availability but um you know we're we're not going to we're not going to be able to find if we pick nine people or seven people we wouldn't ever find a time that they were all available it would be like a fantasy baseball draft right mm-hmm. like you're never going to you're never going to ha- make everyone happy i don't know okay all yeah, right. so the minor issues to tinker with but i do think this is this is an idea people would really like and it's also uh, you know, a uh, repeatable idea if
3: it's good. Okay. So would the Supreme Court be completely anonymous? Do we know who they are? I don't think audience? it should be
2: anonymous.
1: I, yeah, I don't I, think it's I interesting feel like, to hear. But see, I feel like for, for this, I feel like that the judging panel, like we could ca- tailor our arguments to that we
2: would know who's on the panel. Interesting. Uh, like okay. if it was a bunch of Canadians or something, we could be like, have like pro-Canada rants. Right. I, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, we could figure that. Out. But also, if like, are we going to be able to get all nine to talk afterwards? Because that would be the no, reveal. No, and I think if that's why I then, think
1: that maybe this should just be some. I love the idea of a reenactment court. Three? But, we could do three. But I feel like that this should be just maybe just like an anonymous judging panel.
2: Okay, fine. Maybe everyone who listens can vote. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could work that. Like anyone who's listening live can vote. Okay. Well, what about that? Gotta, okay. if, we, if Kurt Clark or somebody could work that out, all right,
1: we got to figure that out.
2: Okay. So then, oh, okay, we so need yeah, maybe two weeks ready, this yet. week. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Great. Those So those were my synagogue ideas. All right. Uh, Matt Lagori says, uh, what about a Matt bracket? Robin Akiva, pick a favorite Matt. I really like this. It's basically very simple. It's a Matt tournament. We put 32 or 64 or not 128 or 256. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt's in a bracket. So it's, mat, you know, and it could be, I think maybe one half is Matt's and one half is Matthew. So it could be Matthew McConaughey and Matthew Broderick and Matthew Fox and Matt Stafford and Matt Harvey. Ma- Matt Harvey, Matt Lagory, Matt Gagan. Any any mat mm-hmm. that we know, and we decide once and for all who is the world's greatest mat. Very simple. No, prepping, no, no prep needed. If it works, we could literally do it a billion times because we could do Rob's and John's. We could do Jennifer's. like mm-hmm. You could do every name on earth. All I, right. I, I went through the mats, and there's a lot of really good mats. I think it would be great to decide and crown the king of the mats. Okay. And it, maybe, maybe the podcast should be called King of the Mats.
3: All right. Sam... Yeah. I, I have a feeling. I think I know what you're going to say, Rob. But I'm I'm all in on this. You're this all in. So- what
2: am I going to say? What am I going to say? I,
3: I think you're you're probably going to like be a little bit more. Uh, maybe not. I don't want to offend any Matt. No, I, I,
1: I don't want to offend. I don't know why anybody cares who's the best Matt. Oh,
2: I thought you were going to say put it on the wheel. Uh, I, <laughs> I no, don't I'm care. Saying, yet. I'm saying put it on the wheel. Yeah, I, they don't uh, care yet, Rob. I think this. I'm will leaning be... more
1: towards put it on 32 fans. <sighs>
2: If it's football season. I don't have time for, for wow, Baker, Matt. Like, off, <laughs> well, I, this seems like peak off season. Thirty two fans. Then, I mean, then if then we you want, have Chester could be the third guest here. I think this I think this is an automatic. <laughs> what, well, I mean, people will love this. Chester as the third guest is, no, is to, the no, deal th- for I, me. I, no, 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 no. no. I, th- I think the third guest has to be a Matt. I think that would be terrible I, to not have a Matt. Mm-hmm. Especially I mean, Matt Lagoria, It's his idea. And Matt Gagan said he's going to be left out of it. He already knows.
3: Oh, no, I was saying uh, like and some of these mats, like we could have a Matt Lagory Matt Gagan face off and them describing why they are the superior Matt. I think sure that's we could have, have
2: Liguori Gagan okay. in the first round.
1: Yeah. But if I'm uh, again, I always sort of look at this, not from what I if want to do. If you're not a Matt, let's say you're a Rob. If I'm not a Matt, let's Stacey. say I'm, you know, yeah. I'm just a, you know, a mm-hmm. uh, regular Renap listener mm-hmm. and in, uh, w- in uh, Wichita. And, and I don't know Matt Liguori, and I don't know Matt Gagan. Well, they're no not Matt, an Matthew important part of the,
2: Honestly, no offense to the great Matts from Long Island. They're really not. I mean, other than it's Matt's idea, like they're not probably contenders to win. That's more of a Matt McConaughey. Matt Lagory, I don't want to throw him under the bus. He didn't really know who Matt McConaughey was. So he must be very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Matthew McConaughey, uh, Matthew Fox, uh, Matthew Broderick and there's a. I mean I don't have the whole list of Matthews in front of me but there's uh, a lot of celebrity Matthews and
3: from Survivor Amazon
2: yeah Matthew yeah, Matt yeah. yeah well we don't want to yeah is there a um, Matthew division is that uh... yeah I think there's a Matthew and a Matt I think there's two brackets and in the championship is Matt versus Matthew What mm-hmm. um, about Maddie? I- it's a good it's a good question all maddies and and then we could actually have some women in the bracket yeah i think of,
3: that's i think that's the right move because yeah there's some maddies in there uh
1: i have to say i
3: what i
2: am not poll? super excited about
1: this one but i, I, I if you feel very strongly about it i still have a veto in my pocket and <laughs> so if you what, feel you're put on the
2: wheel and veto it
1: no if you, well if if i hear from uh my constituents that like eh, look the mad idea is not great what if yeah. we make you a
2: yeah. What if on uh, two days after this podcast comes out, I put up a Twitter poll? Should we do King of the Mats? An yes. idea where we pick the world's if greatest If the mat? audience wants it, then yeah. show me the polling data and okay, I, I'll get on board. So I thought you were going to say yes to this. Uh, and again, if this works, there's an infinite number of episodes that we sure. never have to think of again. Rob's versus John's. Yes. Best, uh, you know, uh, Dale's. Donnie's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, uh, uh, you
3: guys can have
2: the best Donnie's on 32 fans. Oh, best Donnie's? Well, (laughs) Sam is a good one. Yeah. Sam 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 is is also like... I'm I'm in
3: for Sam. Because it's
2: very gender neutral. You really want that for a bracket like this. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, Now, another Jonathan wrote in for our fourth idea. I thought I was going to go three for four for four. I am so far 0 for three. Mm -hmm. Although none of the ideas are dead. I think they're all in the wheel waiting room, right? Yeah. Uh, I I think... But this was the one that had the least chance. Uh, he says, here's my idea for the next episode of Renap. So I don't know. He thinks there's no wheel. It's just the next episode. Robin Akiva gets stuck in Groundhog Day. In this episode, Robin Akiva will rewatch the classic Bill Murray movie, Groundhog Day, on a nonstop loop for 24 hours or only once. And you'll lie and say you watch it for 24 hours straight mm-hmm. and then podcast about the best movie of the 90s. You've been so tethered to your crap movie diaper. Shouldn't you be able to podcast about a good movie for uh, once? Some topics will include what would Robin Akiva do if they got stuck living the same day over and over again? How many days or years? And years was Phil Connors stuck repeating Groundhog Day, uh, and other Groundhog Day questions. What do you think about the idea of us rewatching Groundhog Day? And you could tinker with the actual time. It could be once a day, every day for a week. It could mm-hmm. be three times in a row, 25 times in a row. It could be this, you know, it could be a Groundhog's Day only wheel slot, uh, but it gets like, you know, 10, 10 slots that one week. I don't know. Uh, what do you think about this idea where well, we watch the movie Groundhog Day a lot of times? Uh, I don't want to watch it a lot of times. Yeah, that's my problem. I don't yeah. love. I love the idea of watching a movie uh, a, a lot. Like this was one of the original ideas, right? Watching mm-hmm. the same episode of CSI New York
3: every single week. Imagine if we were
2: doing that this week.
3: Do you? Yeah. yeah do you want to go back and watch the fanatic tomorrow? Mm, no, a little bit.
2: Yeah, but. I mean, I would, but the third time it would be bad. But if it was just on in the background by the end. So, what do you think? I, it's definitely a funny idea. What do you think of a Groundhog Day only, like the week of Groundhog Day? We, we watch stuck. it every day for a week. Well, it's on the wheel, but it gets like a it's supersized that one week. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Sure. If it was like the week leading up to Groundhog's Day, I'm fine yeah. with giving it. So, someone a remind of me.
2: Someone remind me of um, uh, of, of that idea.
1: I, I think that the challenge there with a good movie is, and I don't know, has uh, you might be a little more tapped in on this than I am. Have there been a lot of podcasts uh, exploring the movie Groundhog Day?
2: I've never heard one, but I'm sure. I mean, there's so I'm many. Sure it's been, I'm sure it's been it's been
1: done. Yeah, but I agree. think that might be but fine to go, idea. You know, to watch Groundhog Day and what was it like '92? So it's not like a yeah. Big, but the uh, idea is uh, we're
2: living in in Groundhog Day, right? Like we're just repeating the movie uh, over and over and over look, again. I'm not gonna watch like uh, we, fine. we do uh, it. Nobody's forcing you, but then I don't think we need to. Uh, we do it then. I don't think we need our take if we're watching it once.
3: Well, something fun to kind of change it up during that week. Uh, a couple years back, they made Groundhog Day into a musical, which bombed. So maybe like listen to the music and just pick that apart, because I don't think it's any good.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Um,
1: I-, I do feel like that people would be interested in us uh, talking about Groundhog Day
2: if it was the week of Groundhog Day. I agree. I, I-, I also like the idea, I, I guess you don't, of and this would be during your off season, I think, right? Grand Hog Day mm-hmm. um, of like us watching the same thing over and over again. Also, if we could get the audience involved then they're also watching it like every single day with us or like five times in one day and like, you know, sending in their experiences and their takes, I do think there's some definitely some content to mine there.
1: Perhaps, perhaps, but I'm not sure if the juice is worth the squeeze necessarily mm-hmm. of like, okay. uh, you know, potentially 10 to 12 hours of watching groundhog day i'm not sure if that will yield much more fruit in terms of a better podcast
2: than watching it once
3: okay just come out hating the movie more than anything else Mm -hmm. yeah
2: i called my shot i said we could get everything on the wheel although i was not at all optimistic about the groundhog day idea uh and we have a a big offer although i do think um matt's has a chance because matt's going to a poll and the rant off, I think, will be on the wheel. We just have to work on the on the uh, logistics. OK. Uh, one more one more uh, a seasonal idea. OK. OK. Uh, the Renap costume contest. And I'm costume sorry. I don't, I don't have in front of me who sent in this idea. OK. Uh, here's your Halloween idea. I think it scratches the calendar itch. A bracket. Yes. Bracket of possible Renap based co- Halloween costumes. Listeners can submit and be as detailed, meta, and as creative as possible. Bracket needs to determine the best determine the best costume, which represents R.A.N.A.P., but could also feasibly be created. Winning costume would be adapted as the official Renap costume for any fan who doesn't have an idea for Halloween. Bonus, post-Halloween, you would probably get some listener photos of Renap costume. Okay, this is what I would want, all right? I want the bracket to be people
1: willing to do their Renap costume. Mm-hmm.
2: And okay? what it would be.
1: And then if they win, then they are hereby obligated and not like one of these oh you can name our baby uh no like a real yeah, yeah. Well, hand we'll get, on a bible we'll, get the get, uh, get the podcast
2: bailiff to swear no, the man not in. hand on a bible rob i think we said we were taking uh, i'm playing on the word it's late at night again um the, we again we take collateral yeah from last week, I'm saying when Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember anything, we take collateral. Like we're going to take their Rolex or something until they dress up as. No, we we have to be
1: able to have trust with our listeners. And so
2: I lost all, I can't trust anybody
1: anymore. I know, but you got to get over it. Yeah. They pass that. Yeah. They pass that. Uh, So uh, I I feel like the people write in and they tell us what they are willing to be for Halloween. Okay. And then if it, if it comes up, uh, and this is probably got to get like, you know, Eight spots, spots on the wheel. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, that's the the end of the pitch. Is that it would need to go on the wheel right away and be and have an inflated amount of spots because it's we're really running out of time.
3: Right. I just mm-hmm. want to know who's going to take the moose costume. From <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a okay. Real star.
1: Well, the, so people would then have a week to then say, okay, I would I would wear this costume, yeah. and then and then they have to and then whoever wins, they have to do it, and then we have to see pictures.
2: Yeah. So if we have enough ideas, we'll put this straight onto the wheel next week. If we get enough good ideas, at least eight. People mm-hmm. willing to do it with with different interesting ideas. I say we p- will put this on the wheel. Uh,
1: oh, I guess we have well, to we see don't if have anybody okay. who's agreed right. to do it yet. Sure, we can sure. wait till next week. If anyway. people will write in and
2: say what they are willing to do, are you then making the bracket? I mean, it'll, the bracket will make it itself. I can't imagine there's going to be a 100 people. I imagine there'll be a finite number of people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even really, it doesn't need to be a bracket if, you know, especially since there's a good chance it won't be a, uh, you know, divisible by eight or, or two right. or whatever. So, I, you know, it could be like, we'll just have 11 pitches and we'll read them one by one and we'll pick the best. We'll grade them like it's a hot takeoff or something and then we'll pick the best one. Okay. I like this. Uh, Sam, you okay. like this? Okay. Yes. This is, okay. Especially I, now sure. that it doesn't have to be a bracket. Yeah, I'm not sure that a lot of people are going to do it. A lot of people might have their Halloween costumes. A lot of people might not bother, but if they are, we're willing to play ball with them. I think if they so,
3: love the podcast, they could call an audible and change up their costume. Okay. I
2: agree. If you really cared about us, we had right. a hard year. If any people want to dress up as baby Rowan, that's, that's a pitch. Yeah. Akiva, I, I'm mm-hmm.
3: suggesting
1: that if, if this is, this October 4th is when this episode is going to go up. If, if this is good, when we record our next episode, Uh, i think that in honor of october this idea should have 10 spots on the wheel
2: i thought you were gonna say oct is eight like octo well were we roman (laughs) no i didn't know i didn't know where you're going i'm stupid Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah (laughs) fine 10 spots if it works it gets 10 spots so it has about a 50 50 chance of being picked next week okay and then it has a chance to come up in the next uh two weeks two weeks yeah all right great perfect we're on the same page okay Uh, uh, one more one more thing um if somebody wants to make us a Sims game, right, with with right. us and 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 reach out it's to, us. It's not going to be Jenny Autumn. She doesn't want to build the Sims game for us. <laughs> I, she didn't seem that excited. I asked her about it recently. She didn't seem that excited. Okay, about fine. It. Yeah, if someone wants to spend the time building it, uh, reach out to us and uh, and we will we'll work out the logistics. Okay. I've never played the Sims. I don't. No, think I don't, I I don't either, even right? know what happens. Yeah. Okay. Um, fine.
1: Akiva, do we want to read through our last like uh 15 or so episodes to see if there should be anything on the sequel mechanism? Yeah, we
2: could if yeah, you have time, we could do that. Let's go through. Okay. I mean, we could even do more. I mean, I think it's going to go by, by real real
1: quick. Okay. So, uh okay. I, I guess going back to I don't know when uh we last did this, but okay. Uh episode 36, Robin and Akiva need a baby. Uh we're done with that, right?
2: Well, we said we, you know, we could do a, 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 a feel like if there's a girl. No, baby, cause we're, no we're, we're, I, out, we're
1: out there. Okay. We're out the baby naming game. It's we're out ruined. the baby naming game. Okay. okay. Uh, final four. Do we want to put that? That was episode no. 37. Do we want
2: to put that back on the wheel. No, we don't need to do that. Okay.
1: Uh, number 38
2: was the rise and fall of JTT. I would be the rise and fall of somebody else like Macaulay Culkin or something. Yeah, I don't think we. I don't mean, think we if, have if someone has a great pitch, fine, but yeah. I don't think it's a it was direct fine. sequel. It was fine.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Episode number 39. Uh, this is episode number 52. Uh, that is eligible. Uh, Conspirapod 2 is Conspirapod 3. Should that be in the sequel mechanism? Uh, not yet. Soon, not I think. Yet. Okay all right is, is there some sort of like if
2: it w- got into the sequel mechanism after 10 episodes does it need to wait 20 to come back i, th- I think we said we would put it back on in, in uh 20 episodes i think okay. when when it aired i mean we like it's so popular but i also think um you know I, I, you, there could be too much of a good thing i think if yeah. we just do antonio is gonna pod- be
1: back podcasting on uh, mr robot so i, mean, I might mm-hmm. not have time to squeeze it in yeah, right now I,
3: I think like in 2020 is like the golden area for it. It I needs would to come agree. back, but not just yet.
1: Okay. I would agree. Episode number 40 was Robin Akiva steal the declaration of independence. That was a crappy movie diaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We okay. got National Treasure 2. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's possible. possible. Uh that Robin Akiva needed podcast number 41 was MTV dating shows are
2: trash. Yeah, I mean, what are we going to do? I, we have a lot of spiritual sequels to that in the hopper, for sure. Okay. Like TLC shows. And then episode number 42 was Robin
1: Akiva hosts a late night talk show in Minneapolis.
2: Let's go, baby. Let's go right back. Like, does it have to be Minneapolis or can we go to somewhere Get else? Get Craigslist Carl on the phone. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I think when 2020 starts, we got to start talking about p- potential cities and where we're going to go. and. Mm-hmm people are going to start pitching us. I'm excited for that
1: and just a little bit of a look ahead of what's potentially episode forty three was three's company season three episode seven recap i think uh mm-hmm. uh that was the season three
2: episode sevens you don't do you don't really do sequels right. too uh
1: episode forty four was millennials killed it
2: yeah, I think that probably will get a sequel one day okay and right. uh forty five was a
3: probably go on the Oregon trail yes.
2: Okay. A lot of people have pitched like weird versions of the Argon Trail, but I haven't seen one yet that really catches my eye. The, right. the
3: spiritual one that I came up with was like a roller coaster tycoon, but I don't know if there's a right simulator for that, and the, the death rate mm-hmm. would be very high.
1: A lot of people uh, die on the roller coaster tycoon? Yeah, if, you know. if, you, if you don't finish oh, the roller that.
3: coaster, uh, it just goes off the edge. And, oh my God. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know. It's uh, very problematic. I didn't even know that. Okay.
1: All right. So uh let's take a look at what is out there on the wheel currently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh season three, episode seven, uh climbing back up there is now at three spots on the I wheel. I think
2: four this week, right? Four? I think three was I think three was last okay. week, right? I don't know. Maybe these things aren't
1: saving when I'm uh zero.
2: hitting save. Okay. Uh so then we or have maybe it's three. I don't know. Because we did after we did census, so it would have had zero. Then the animal would have had one, Robin Akiva, yeah, two. Yeah, I think it's I think it's three. Okay, fine, three. Okay. And you're trying to you trying to bump it up. No, okay. I have no idea. I forget how it works.
1: We have our coin flip. We have where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Crappy movie diaper that came up. Oh uh, no, this is not. Uh, that was better attempt. Yeah,
2: but should uh, we? I, 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 better Attend like off the wheel? wheel. Yeah, better attend's off the wheel for this week. Yeah, should the crappy movie diaper like? Are we really going to watch crappy movie three weeks out of four? Like isn't Akiva. this the okay, whole I, I, idea? I'll... Is we spin yeah. a wheel? But we created this. We it's like, well, I don't want to get can...
1: unlucky, so let's not spin a wheel anymore. All right, Here. just I'm
2: letting you know if the crappy movie diaper comes up, my veto finger, my itchy veto finger. That's could, could, why yes. you have yeah. a veto. Because remember, where there's technically three videos We each have one, and then we have the the friends. Like the veto. whole or idea we're...
1: of this podcast is sometimes we have to do a podcast about things we don't want to podcast about.
2: Yeah. Yeah, sometimes we podcast with people we don't want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hi. Uh, <laughs> no, oh, no, <laughs> no, Sam, you're great. No, uh, uh, it's that's why you have vetoes. I mean, it, it's, yeah, right,
1: it's, right. it's October. We like haven't used more our vetoes. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay. Uh, we have our sequel mechanism. Nope, that's gone. Okay. There's nothing in the sequel mechanism right zero now. Zero spots. Okay. Zero, uh, zero spots for the sequel mechanism. Uh, and then we have uh, Mount Rushmore.
2: We have. Oh, is that off now? Because isn't that now Mount Rantmore? I think. Well, it's a totally different idea. You're just calling it something similar. I know. I like, have no I idea for Mount Rushmore. Okay,
1: I I think that we could come up with a different name for Mount uh, Rantmore. That's not going to yeah, be. Yeah, but we didn't
2: like. You said Mount Rushmore was your least favorite idea. Shouldn't Mount Rushmore just squeeze a little and become Mount Rantmore?
1: Mm, I don't know, uh, Sam. Do you have any interest in Mount Rushmore, where uh, Keith and I take? Uh, things and make the Mount Rushmore of different
2: things.
3: Yeah, I think that could be fun. For me, All I right. feel like I I'd honestly more lean Mount Rushmore than rant more.
2: Oh, that's an incorrect yeah. opinion, but fine. We'll keep Mount Rushmore. <laughs> oh, on the, okay, on so the you level. like you like that more than the ranting yeah, idea. I'm,
3: I'm Rushmore over rant more. Okay,
2: maybe that Lance should be pretty good.
3: Yeah, yeah. Rushmore, Rushmore versus Rantmore. I just
1: that other than you want to name the ranting episode Mount Rantmore. I just don't know why it's not like that. They're, they're too similar. Okay, fine.
2: No, they are. I just thought you would like. I thought I was doing a favor because you had said before that Mount Rushmore doesn't excite you. I mean, it could be good or bad. Like I it'll feel be like it's, no, I don't think it'll be bad. I think like there's it not a lot of sizzle there. There's not a lot of hype. Could be fun, though. No, but I think it'll be. I think yeah, maybe low expectations and we'll jump over those hurdles. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right, and then. We have a uh, roast of Robin is not on the wheel right now. No, that should be gone, yeah. All right, we have Millennial Judge uh, still on the wheel, Akiva.
2: Yeah, uh, a lot of people have been saying... This started as a, like a sort of a legal advice type of thing, but now... Uh, was it now, ever legal advice?
1: I thought it, I thought it was uh, that people just were talking about like their gripes with
2: another person. Yeah, okay, fine. I agree. So it shouldn't be – I don't think we should call this a millennial judge anymore. I think that's a confusing name because people okay. should be sending in – if we ever do this, like people should be sending in uh, more of relationship questions. My roommate is mean to me. My, my, my teacher is You know, I'm, – I'm in a fight with my parent. Um, okay. So what, what if people are saying, what if we call this your problems are trash? this episode uh not as catchy but sure yeah i think you're because you we have so many trash episodes i think i think you're it's in the trash quality what's it what's more in the trilogy a quadrilogy i don't know Quadrant mm-hmm. six yeah. pack six seems pack. a little, a little
1: shoehorned two. in uh to get it in there but uh we could do that okay all right. Uh, Better attend is uh, off the wheel. Off the wheel uh, Hot takeoff uh, is on the wheel. People's mm-hmm. choice. That's we're going to vote on three ideas uh, mm-hmm. this weekend. in Robin Akiva is off the wheel. Bye bye. Uh, then uh, we have our third wheel. Yep. Uh, that third wheel tournament. Cameo cast mm-hmm. game night and TLC shows are trash. Am I missing anything?
2: No, nope, you got everything.
1: Okay. All right. So. See, the fact that the, fact that, uh, the uh, or this week in Robin Akiva was on there makes me think that maybe it should have been four spots. I don't know if I didn't get my wheel saved from last week. Mm. Okay,
0: alright.
2: There you go. Alright, Akiva. Let me just double check. Uh, now, it, my, my head is hurting thinking about it because when it comes up and then it gets zero the next week, and I think there's the fourth episode. So. Mm-hmm. But isn't it zero, one, two, three? I don't know. Leave it at three. It's fine.
1: Leave Let's there. leave it at
2: three. Okay, three works.
1: All right, are we ready, Sam? Do you have any pick for what you would like to see come up?
3: Um, I it's Carmen san diego still on there? Did it I? It is. That's, yep. yes, 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 that's, my,
1: yes. Pick. Okay. That, that's my pick. All right, here okay. we go. Let's see what will be episode number fifty-three on the wheel. Did I mention cameo cast? Is that still on no, there? Right? You cameo may have cast? not have mentioned, yeah. but it's still on there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little nervous about cameo cast because I've started looking at like how much cameos cost and I don't know how Uh, much. Do you want
2: to scrap it? So I thought that, but I didn't want to, uh, I like, but it's been your idea. And every time I mention it, you're like, oh, you're not into this. And I do think it's a good idea, but I think it's a good idea for like, uh, like the Bill Simmons podcast, you know, Mm -hmm. it's I just don't, I don't know how it's going to work. All the cameos are too expensive. Do you want to, do you want to put cameo cast in the wheel waiting room?
0: Mm Hmm.
3: I think uh, we need to let big brother 21 cameo settle right. down and they're inflating the price. I,
2: I looked, I look, cause when we were, to- when we were thinking about what to do last week, I did look at the prices quickly. Yeah. And I was like, anyone I wanted to do was over our budget.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah all right let's uh, like i let's put it in the wheel waiting room for now i I love the okay. idea of the cameo cast, but I think we need to figure out a way to yeah. be able to like even if we had like a budget that was like sixty dollars, that's either gonna be one video that's a minute or yeah. like
2: three videos that are a yeah. minute- or we could get like one rich listener to sponsor that episode, and then mm-hmm. we could just go buck wild
1: right right uh so maybe we should maybe the cameo cast should be we should like pool our money together. And then figure out who we want to get a cameo from. Okay, all right. We'll what think what, about that what
2: do you think week? about that? I don't think it's a bad idea. I th- let's hear the have a listeners think. Maybe we'll get a rich listener once it's okay. Let's episode. leave
1: it on there and see uh, see what happens. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's spin, let's spin the wheel. Episode number fifty three.
2: Spin that what's, wheel.
1: What's it going to be? Will, will we rewatch the movie we just watched? <laughs> Your problems are trash, Akiva
2: wow all right i think that's that's exciting we I'm just
1: re- we just rebranded it yeah
2: and now boom here boom, it Stock is now Waka. can we can we get ali lasher i think we i think i think we could get ali lasher sally splasher mm-hmm. um yeah I, so if you uh yeah if you have any uh problems that are trash if you have yeah it's
1: like yeah. hey ali we yeah. there are two you know two pieces of big news one the podcast has been rebranded. Yeah. Hopefully, don't get mad at us. <laughs> and two, hey, it just it just came up on the wheel.
2: Yes. All right. I, I just messaged her. She is fine with it. She is happy. She's, okay. she's up for next week. Yeah. So Renap at Rob is dot com. If you have any sort of problems, we already have a, almost enough, but we probably need two or three more. Uh, any issues you want Allie and me and Rob to solve, uh, you know, personal issues. You know, you want to know who's at fault for something. We're here. We're your men on the side. We're um, what's that guy on Fox five at 10 o'clock?
3: <laughs> I don't know. We're, I don't live the in New York. The guy who you
2: like, uh, like <laughs> does it shame, shame on you? Like the guy you'd call him up and is like, help me, How- help me, help me Rhonda. Help me Howard. <laughs> okay. But no, this is very important. Listeners. Send in your. Send in. Issues. Send it. Your issues for Ali Lasher, Allison Lasher, Yaffa Lasher, Sally Lasher to uh educate uh judy yeah i think i, said right. a- I don't know Ad- adjud- adjud- i don't know it's late um uh, uh Teresa judice and um uh, what are yeah, you so saying right now i have no idea listen what are, i'm saying uh, is are you giving out a- an email address yeah you give out the email address uh need a podcast at Rob's yeah or renap at rob's website or sign or sign for
1: recaps dot yeah
2: or my email my name at gmail um so I um yeah, we just need more cases. We have a lot of cases. We need a few more. Uh if you have a conflict with a friend, a relative, a neighbor, uh, a spouse, uh, a teacher, and you wanna know uh who's in the right and who's in the wrong or what you should do in a complicated scenario, think of it as an advice column, write in to our email address and we will read these cases. Ali Lasher, don't send them to Ali Lasher, she's gonna be blind. Uh-huh. Uh uh, you know, she's not she's not gonna know what's going on. And we will uh she will answer them. And she has hot takes. Adelaide is always right. If I have a problem, I go to her and then I have a bigger problem. <laughs> OK. All right.
1: There we go. All right. So that's episode number 53 coming up next week on Rob and Akiva need a podcast. All right. Akiva, uh, anything else? 32 fans uh, podcast. Check that out. 32 chest, fans. White chest. people
2: saying it's been white hot. White hot. Uh I'd say red hot. No oh yeah, I forgot that. Uh we we don't say that word. Um yeah. Do you want to read some iTunes reviews quickly? Yeah, we I haven't read can, them I can in can months get Uh boy, Chester really
1: was uh dragging out the uh NL uh, awards for on uh, the podcast.
2: Yeah, he thinks he doesn't have a great sense of when people care about things. <laughs> he cares about them always and forever. He still <laughs> thinks like eighteen eighty six National League Cy Young is interesting. It, yeah. it, Chester's rules it's interesting to him. And I didn't even know what he When he said about the Hank Aaron award, is that a real award or that's yeah, an award that he like gives out? It's a secondary out? award. No, it's a real okay. award. It, <laughs> his, if it was an award he gave it, it would be called like the Chesties or something. Well, yeah. What do you think about Chester forgetting my birthday? What's your take on that?
1: Well, I felt a little self conscious because I felt like I had said, uh, you know, I had mentioned your birthday on a
2: podcast with you, but I mm-hmm. did not do anything on the day of your birthday that's okay but i feel like you probably acknowledged my birthday like on the podcast which was like sort of my birthday week podcast because we were mm-hmm. talking about episodes from that week from the past six years uh but you knew it was my birthday at least i feel like chester didn't even care enough well to he's know. in a social media blackout he's in a social media blackout which i didn't care my birthday came and went i had a great day uh, I didn't say, oh, I'm so depressed, Chester didn't mention it. I didn't care. I never would have known. And then on Sunday, three days after my birthday, he's like, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, now he doesn't even know when my birthday is. Yeah. Because now I realize, oh, he never said anything, and he's just Worse. like a clown.
3: Well, Wait, like, like in the Royal anything. Rumble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe better late than never doesn't really work in this uh, instance. Never I thought we were be like
2: too good of friends to not even do a birthday acknowledgement. But I guess we, I guess I was wrong.
1: Okay. Well, uh, if he was on social media, maybe it would be uh, something that he would have done. All right. Let's talk about the uh, reviews. Go to uh, rob'swebsite.com slash Renap, or what, what What else could you go to? Uh,
2: I don't know. Yeah. Renap. Uh, Rob, uh, Seinfeld at com. No, this is for iTunes. The iTunes page. Oh, for iTunes? I don't know. that yeah. it's Apple Podcasts. I have no idea where, where people... This stuff. Yeah, well, you could go and search I don't on even Apple have iTunes account. It's on. It's on my old work email, which doesn't really exist anymore. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right.
1: Uh, go to Rob's website.com slash uh, r a a n a p, and that'll that'll take you right there. And you can go ahead and uh, leave us your ratings and reviews and subscribe uh, to the podcast. So here are some of the reviews that we've gotten recently on September twenty eighth. Uh, somebody named uh, High Nick twenty four says. Great podcast, but I wish they would read ideas from listeners outside of just the usual voices we hear from all the time. Oh, that's a shot I mean, across the bow.
2: That's the same people sending in ideas. It's, I mean, it's not. Listen, I uh, trust me. I I go in person blind. I'm not like, oh, we need to shut up Tim this week. We need a, mm-hmm. we you know, we need a, 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 a whatever. Like it, that's absurd. I will. I I just want to do fun things on the on the podcast. I hate when people say that. yeah okay uh this is from dead bart uh who in earlier in september said
1: rob nikiv exchanged humorous banter on the topic du jour which is selected by spinning a wheel each week it's a fun premise that allows for a lot of creative ideas and keeps things from getting stale listeners can even submit their own ideas for the wheel although the focus is primarily geared towards getting friends of the show into the booth (laughs) wow that's
2: The, why, what, is this the same person? No, a different person. What, what, this, do you think has, I've ever met? Shut up, Tim. Like, uh, has this podcast whole...
1: become too inside baseball?
2: I don't. I, I think. <sighs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't like. I, I've I've never met most of these people. Like, I don't know Jenny Autumn yeah. in real life. Like, I, like, it, this is, come on. Yeah. These are not. These are you know. The, we did 180 sunfield episodes without most of our usuals. They're just the same people who want to be involved in right. the things. It's right. a good idea, I guarantee you will be on I the, mean, the, la- the last I mean the the last two weeks are
1: on are on me. Sam that Sam, Sam is here and Taryn was here. So I said Jordan. I said hey right. jump on jump in the mailbag. Jump in jump in over here. Uh He's but the rest He's of going. the rest of it's on, on Akiva.
2: Yeah, I usually uh, book the guests and stuff. You're a busy man. Listen, mm-hmm. you can book whoever you want. You could you could take over all production. I'd be very happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have too many. <laughs> Listen, you have like 30 jobs. I have zero. So it mm-hmm. makes sense that I do this.
1: Okay. And then this is one from somebody named Spider Might. Uh, this is the number one podcast. I've been working my way through the Seinfeld podcast and I finally caught up on the Renat podcast. I could listen to Rob and Wheels banter all day long and mostly have been for several months. As someone that also hates going outside and has a wife that doesn't like them, I have to say, I feel like these two directly speak to me. Plus, as a child raised on Seinfeld, I am a lover of useless info and pointless banter. If you love these types of things and you are not a self-loathing nerd, this is the only podcast hit more for you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, not don't, too bad. Yeah, you don't want to be a self-loathing nerd, right?
2: It's what I've been called before. <laughs> what Sam, I do you am. think I'm
3: cool? Oh, no. I didn't want this question. Of course, Akiva, you're very cool. <laughs> oh, very cool. There you go. All right. Lateran gets me somewhere, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. It gets you uh, right back on the (laughs) podcast next week.
3: Bring (laughs) him back.
1: Can't wait. Bring him back.
2: Okay. All right. Akiva. Yes.
1: You can be followed on social media at Keeve26. All right. Uh Sam, do you want to give out any uh I don't
3: tweet, <laughs> I don't Instagram, I'm on Facebook, you can friend me, and if I know you, I'll accept and uh That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty uh quiet on this. You've learned
1: things. the lesson from uh Hunter Dunbar. That if yes. you if you don't know the if you don't know the person, don't accept the friend request.
3: Oh, totally. And I do have Twitter. I follow things along, I know what's going on in the Twitterverse, but uh keep my thoughts to myself or people who know me and I'm happy to talk with.
1: Okay. There you go. All right. Akiba will be back uh, next time. I'm always back. My name's in the title. Okay. (laughs) All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.